Alright. Alright. Welcome to episode 364 of Keeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. How's it going, Ed? All right, good. How are you? I am uh, I'm, I'm moderately okay. You're moderately okay. Yeah. Is that all you're going to um, say? <laughs> well, no, I'll, I'll elaborate. We'll, we'll we talk about our week. So. Uh, <laughs> uh, how was your week? Well, first off, I want to, I wanna, you know, something that I forgot to mention, I think the last time we were together, last time we were doing this, because um, we're still doing the remote, by the way, kids, if you haven't figured it out by now. Um, right. But uh, I know you've had, yours has already passed, and mine just passed with the end of May of two years of being smoke-free. Yes. So I was just seeing how how you were, like, how is it, was it easier the second year around as it was from the first year, or did you find it, like, as difficult, or did you feel like every moment you're like, Hey, if I could have a cigarette, it'd be great. Uh, um, well, the second year's easier because okay. um, I don't even think about it anymore. I mean, well, I guess that's not necessarily 100% accurate. Um, there are moments where I have an itch for a smoke, um, but it's usually not recently because I mean, since I've been stuck in the house and I was never, I never smoked in the house anyway. I, I'm kind of like pre um i guess pre-existing condition of not smoking in the house so i'm not craving it okay um but but usually what happens what happens for me was it's always when i get in the car or after like a big a big meal where i'm like woo yeah that was good let me go outside have a cigarette you know <laughs> or w- whatever got in the car um but i would say no i'd say that the cravings have kind of really subsided a okay. lot you know second i think it gets easier and easier because now i don't even I don't even really think about the fact that I'm smoke free. It's funny that you mentioned it because I was just looking the other day at the. I have an app to let me know how like how much I've stopped smoking, and it was like two years, a few months, and like a few hours. I'm like, oh wow, that's awesome. What about you? Do you still have cravings or? No. Well, the thing is, is like, I mean, if you remember when I smoked, I only smoked when I saw you. I didn't smoke every day like you did. So because I because I'm the problem. <laughs> Well, no, it was it was the fact that I enjoyed you coming over two days a week because I had, you know, the that was the only time I was allowed to smoke at my house was the fact is that like if somebody else was smoking, then, you know, you you can I can partake in that. So that's that's so that for like the last I mean, since I've been married, actually, so it's been now 15 years, but like those 13 years, it's always allowed. So like before I saw you it was just sip on and I only saw him maybe like once a month. So that was like my having a uh, cigarette 
you know, and that's why I smoke like a chimney. Like I know sometimes you guys were green around the gills because I'd be keep lighting up and you guys are going, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, like what the fuck? And I'm like, what's well, the only, this is the only opportunity I get to smoke. So it was easier for me to quit in a way. Like it was just it, like the first couple weeks was tough. And then, you know, after the, after the first year, it was kind of easy. It's just like those really stressful moments. Cause that's when I would always go out for a cigarette. Like I would, I would, if I was really stressed out, like with everything going on in the last couple months and then, you know, the last, especially the last couple weeks, it's been, it's been really stressful. So for me, it's like, you know, like I've been having that urge once in a while to have a cigarette, but uh, it's not that bad. What's that? Yeah, it is. It is one of those things where this would be the, this would be the moment if someone were to fall off a wagon of smoking, I think with the stress and the, you know, like, oh my God, what am I going to do? How are we going to get by? I could totally see someone falling off the wagon. Right. I'm, I'm, glad, you, I'm glad you haven't. Yes. Yes. So I've been saying, it's it's still easy because I haven't seen any <laughs> any of my smoking friends. You know, I haven't seen Sip Bun since the the pandemic, or actually before the pandemic. I haven't seen him, and obviously I haven't seen you. You know, which but you wouldn't smoke anyway, so <laughs> it wouldn't be that hard really right. to to not to fall off the wagon if I saw you anyway. But you know, that's the that's the kind of like. Well, I'm glad I'm not seeing <laughs> seeing like smokers now at this point. You know, it just makes it easier for yeah. me. Um, yeah, so yeah, so I, so, so congratulations, by the way, I just wanted to say that to you, you know, cause I know like, like people go, oh, it's two years, big deal. But I mean, like for somebody who's addicted to something for so long, I mean, it's, it's really a challenge. I mean, especially an update an everyday challenge. I mean, especially this last year when I've been trying to lose weight, uh, you know, going to Weight Watchers and stuff like people don't understand like, Oh, you look great. And it's like, it, and it's like, Oh, it must be so easy. And it's like, it's not like none of nothing, nothing that you that like the easy path is to eat and the smoke and you can't do those anymore. And you're going, you know, it's very difficult, you know? So yeah. that's why I always say like, you know, if somebody tells me something like that, it's like, well, that's great. Congratulations. I know how hard it is. <laughs> I'm going through the same thing. So I understand completely like what, what you're, what you're going through. So good for you. Thanks. Good for you as well. And, and you. speaking of weight loss, I just, um, today I reached a milestone. I, since I was stuck in the house, I figured the one thing I didn't want to do was become even bigger than I already was. <laughs> <laughs> so I started, um, I always joke too that Stacy was on the keto diet. So I decided to be keto adjacent, like whatever she cooked, I ate. Right. So I decided to finally go full keto. And I can honestly say that since I been weighing myself, which I think was the beginning of the year, um, I'm looking now, I was kind of just, you know, half assing it. Yeah. Mm. It was February. Since February. I've lost, uh, as of today, 30 pounds. Oh, congratulations. So, I know how much of that struggle. I know how much of a struggle that is. <laughs> yeah. It, it wound up being, it was, it's only thing difficult is the fact that I can't have the normal things people would have. Like, uh, hey, I can't have M&Ms and, you know, springtime, you know, Robin's eggs and all that stuff. Like the chocolate and the candy that I, I love so much, I, I can't have anymore. So, sort of. Do you do you I didn't have any Robin's eggs this season? Is that, um, did you? I had when I well, I'm gonna say like when did I did I actually full go full keto? I think was in May May second. Stacy just said May second. She's in the room. Um, May second, I decided to go full keto. Um, so I had some Robin's eggs in the house oh, okay. before then, and I finished it. Yeah, you know, like I finished it. Yeah, like one last like you know how like when you're <laughs> since we're talking about smoking the last cigarette you want to make like 
last as long as possible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, so I would say I would say I officially went started keto on the May 2nd and since then I would say I've probably lost that's where I lost most of my weight. Okay. I was uh yeah, I, th- I would say let's see. Yeah, I would say it's, the 30 pounds came from there because during that time I went up and went down. But overall, 30 pounds. All right, great. Congratulations. Thanks. Yeah, I'm getting skinny. <laughs> Look out, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, I mean, but outside of that, it's, you know, I haven't really been doing much. And what have you, what have you been doing this week? Well, I went back to work full time, uh, which is great. Uh, you know, um, you know, a lot of people kind of like, ah, oh, you know, that kind of sucks, you know. But I mean, you know, you know, because I was working from home and I was working a couple of days going in, that you know, type of thing. But it's just a lot easier to be at the at the place because our most of our place is not we're not technologically advanced and we're not you know like we can communicate with people at a you know moment's notice you know kind of thing. It's just a lot easier. Everybody being in the same office, you can kind of go to somebody or yell across a cubicle and you know. Uh, get your job done right. and you get done or go out to a, you know, the, we, we're working a manufacturing company. So you go out to, you know, the where the uh, shop area and, and you can be able to talk to somebody there, get your answers. Um, right. So it's, it's, so it's, it's great to have that. I mean, it, it kind of sucks at the same time cause you're not used to it. Cause you know, like sometimes you'd be like, yeah, I don't feel like putting in eight hours today and you know, I could do it anytime, you know? So if I get up at like, you know, noon and, and work till, you know, five and then do a couple emails in the middle of the night kind of thing, cause I'll be still up, you know, that's fine. You know, Right <laughs> now it's like, you know, yeah, I gotta work all day. You mean I gotta put pants on? God. <laughs> I just oh. can't wear sweats. Oh, son of a guy. Son of a bitch. Now I gotta start taking showers on the regular. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, but it, it was it was good just to have some normalcy, you know, like n- knowing like what day it is now because I know like, you know, walking in, I know what day it is and, and things are happening and, you know, uh, which has been good. I mean, of course, like I said, the last couple of weeks have been more difficult, I think, than ever before because of what's going on in our country. And, of course, I think it is affecting people around the world because our protests are going on. Um, I'm not going to get right. too political about it, but our city was on our curfew. Uh, at night uh yeah which at first i was kind of ticked about but then i thought about it i'm like it's not like there's places open that i can go to anyway <laughs> right you know to be like you know to be upset about it but it's just like you know it's still it's just the fact that i don't have that option of of leaving my house you know <laughs> i'm threat of being arrested because i'm i'm out beyond you know Beyond a certain time, house anyway. But I think I should have the right. Fuck them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you understand what I'm talking about? <laughs> no, but yeah, but so it's it's just kind of it's kind of was kind of ridiculous. But you know, I mean, not the not was going on, but like the fact that I was feeling like that um, you were feeling a little like, oh well, if I wanted to go to Best Buy today, I couldn't because it's stupid closed because of the curfew. Not that it was open anyway. Right. <laughs> Not like I could go in and buy something because I couldn't anyway. The only way I could do was right. curbside pickup. Yeah, I don't know how long that's going to last for before stores open up again like that. Well, I mean that's that's the thing. I mean the stores that are open, uh, it's just a madhouse. Um, you know, today I went to a, a, a local um, hardware store and there was a line, and it was just kind of it was just amazing to see this line because. 
I usually, a lot of times I go, I don't know why, but like lately, like I've been going to stores like towards the end of the night, you know, like I think because like by the time I'm, I'm available to do something, it's late, you know, so I get to walk in and, and do whatever I need to do and then leave, you know, and, and, and be, you know, and make out before they close, you know, without a problem. And like today, cause it's, you know, my wife and I are both up, we're like, oh, we'll go out, you know, take care of what we need to do. And then, and then, uh, you know, uh, uh, do whatever. But I walked, I'm like, holy smokes, there's a line here. Like, I was like, wow, this is amazing. I've, I've never seen this before. <laughs> I mean, I've heard about this stuff, but I've never seen it firsthand. <laughs> <laughs> you mean I got to wait in line to get something? You know, like, what is this, Russia? <laughs> <laughs> like, there's human beings out here. I haven't, haven't had any social interactions. Hi, sir, ma'am, how are you? Please excuse the non-wearing pants that I have on. I, I wasn't expecting company. <laughs> but there's there's one thing I've one thing I've noticed. You know, since I have to wear a mask outside, my hearing's uh-huh. terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody was talking to me, you know, in line, and I didn't realize they were talking to me. I thought they were talking themselves or talking on the phone with it. You know, one of those ear things. You know, because you can't right. tell. You know, and. There was, there was going on and on and on and I'm like and they're and they're like can you hear me and I'm like oh I'm sorry you're talking to me and she's like yeah and I'm like oh sorry <laughs> this mess makes me deaf apparently apparently <laughs> if I can't breathe in this thing but I can't hear either <laughs> now my struggle is recognizing people in masks like I, I guess I must have a good silhouette because there's been people who said, hey, Sean, how you doing? Well, I'm out and about, like, you know, who know me that I just kind of casually bump into. And I'm like, hi. And I'm like, I don't know who that was. Can you lower your mask so I can see who you are? Yeah. Like, apparently I don't look at anyone's face because I'm like, you kind yeah, the voice sounds familiar. Or, yeah, the, the top of your head looks somewhat similar. Like, you know. Oh, okay, yeah. No, it's me, Phil, from down the street. I'm your neighbor. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I, 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 I recognize people. You know, it takes me a little bit. Like if I walk by, but if I if I study you enough, like I'll know who you are. Like I've, I've done that a couple times in the store. I'm like walking down and you know, like going food shopping and and uh, like taking my mother or my brother food shopping, and we're walking down an aisle, and all of a sudden I see somebody. And I'm really trying to get out of their way, so I'm looking at them to see where they're going, and then realize who they are. And I'm like, "Hey, how you doing?" And they're looking at me like, "Who the fuck are you?" (laughs) (laughs) Then that was me. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, "I'm sorry, sir. I don't know you. It's me. It's Ed. It's your your co-host, your friend." Oh, 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 yeah. Hey, how you doing? Well, I, I, that's the thing. Like, I'm still amazed. I saw you that one night, like weeks ago. You were in, you know, a, a food store, and you were walking by an aisle, and I was in an aisle, and I see the two of you walk by, and I'm like, "Oh my god, that was Sean and, and Stacy." So I want to run, run after you too. And I'm thinking they probably because I said it a couple times, like, "Hey, you, Sean," you know, and and, and nothing. And then finally, when I closed enough, I guess you heard me turn around. Then, but oh yeah. Usually, usually, well, uh, as we talked about on an earlier show, like when I get into like sh- right now at the moment when I'm in a shopping mart, I'm always like, "What's going on? Let's get in, get out." I, all these people at mass kind of are starting to, you know, the longer we're in here, 
the more people annoy me, like, you know, like my body starts to kind of tingle, and I'm like, I, I need to get out of here. Kill them all, you know. Kill them all now. And and it's getting it's slowly getting better. Um, you know, either because I'm getting used to it, or maybe in my head I'm like, okay, well, you know, it it it's now the new norm for right now. So maybe my body's kind of getting acclimated to the the strangeness. I still have some flares, um, but. Yeah, I'd say for the most part, as long as I'm going in, going out, not a problem. I'm even going to, you know, when there's like a cluster of people, though, I mm. get really like snobby. Like, why the fuck are you all standing around? How come, like today, Stacey and I went to a store to um, look for some some bread. Um, and there was like a whole congregation of people hanging around car, like these cars without masks. And I'm just like looking at them going, Wait, I mean, I know today's a, a kind of a nice day and all, and stores are reopening, but that didn't say anything. There was not a notice saying, don't forget, no masks. Like, as if being outside in a group of people is not going to, it only happens if you're indoors. Like, <laughs> well, like, like people, people just don't care anymore. That's, that's the, that's the problem with this is that people, people just like, it's getting warmer out and the, 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 the numbers are dropping, you know, new cases and deaths and, it's all going down so they think oh it's fine you know like like and it's like oh it's too hot to wear a mask like you know i really yeah. don't need to wear one and it's just like it's you're not wearing it to protect yourself you're wearing it to protect others that's what they that's what they're telling us is the, right. the cdc is telling us is it's the fact is, is that you're preventing it giving it to me not getting it and i'm i'm doing you the same favor by wearing the mask so i've been wearing a mask so that way i don't give it to people not that I don't, you know, can't get it. So it always irritates me when I see with people without masks. And it's just like, it's just, it's ridiculous. I mean, especially now. I mean, like, like when it first started, I can like, I got, you know, I kind of see that like people, people had a hard time getting masks or they couldn't, you know, find a way to do it. And they were, you know, the people were showing them alternatives. Like this is what you could do. You cut a t-shirt up and do right. this and, or you get one of those bandanas and fold them a certain way with rubber bands and yeah, you know, blah, blah, blah. So they gave you all these like non sewing ways of doing things. You don't need, you didn't even need to sew. You can just either cut something or fold something and wear right. it as a mask. But now it's like in this day and age, I'm like, I'm like, I see surgical masks like everywhere, you know? And I'm like, I'm like, I guess it's, I guess you can get them now easily. easily. Um, yeah. It's going to be like a whole new, um, what do you call it? Uh, like it's going to be a fashion statement now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was saying, I I bought I bought some fancy ones to wear, uh, you know, uh, Star Wars related. I I bought a, a a Boba Fett face and a and a Mandalorian face ones that are just like those like, I don't know what you call them, but like like the half tube thing that you wear over your face because they're to me they're right. a lot better than those masks because after a while those masks get into my ears they hurt like the the backs of my ears wearing for too long. So this is just kind yeah. of wear over, and I can just pull it down over off my face. And actually, I'm breathing better in this one than I am with the with the surgical mask. So I feel better with that. And then I, I bought another one that's coming soon. It's just the bottom half of Boba Fett's helmet. So it looks like you know the nose down, like it looks like his helmet, and the rest, of course, top half is just me. But so <laughs> that's the kind of fashion I'm going for there. Let's start painting on the. Uh on the my face mask this isn't about you stupid (laughs) (laughs) um what did what did you do this week did you anything fun or um i mean yeah if you call getting a tooth pulled fun okay (laughs) um right before um 
the whole everything on lockdown, I was having a, to- a toothache and a cavity, and I was gonna, I was looking to get some work done, and it wound up being super pricey because it's dental work and they have to rake beer over the coals, I guess. Mm. Uh, and then the pandemic happened, and it was like, well, I can't even go to see anybody anyway because no one's open, or at least I was afraid to. Like, how do you go get your face, your mouth worked on with a doctor hanging over you? Now, I know they wear masks and all, but you know. You'd never know, right? Yeah. Uh, so then I figured I'd wait till. Um, and then also because I, I'm no longer a employee at the video store, that um, I had to worry about getting insurance again. So the moment I got my insurance back, I made the appointment. And at that point, the tooth was bothering me. It was kind of, and so I was like, you know what? It's I know how I know it's cheap because I had a tooth pulled. It's a back molar, so who needs them? um so i was like okay i'm just gonna get it pulled because it's cheap it's easy it's fast it's like i go in i mean i was legitimately out in like 20 minutes i think you know which was surprising (laughs) yeah um so my mouth is a little sore Uh, i'm like i'm taking like ibuprofens like the the big hankering ones i have to kind of watch what i eat which is okay since i'm on a you know a different kind of food diet is like okay well only liquid diet for temporarily liquid and soft i'm like i could do that you know yeah um sugar-free jello and uh i'm i'm soup <laughs> <laughs> you know I, I could do that you know and i'm i'm stuck in a house so i feel like i'm like a 10 years old staying home from school <laughs> <laughs> You know, get myself my Jello and my soup. See if the price is right is on. <laughs> well, speaking of dentist, I had actually a dentist appointment this week too. I mean, I, I was kind of surprised that he was open for business, but he's like, "Yeah, I was actually open, always open for business." Because we actually, my wife had to get her tooth pulled a couple months ago, and uh, you know, we called him up, and he, he definitely is like, "Yeah, come on in this day, this time," and you know, in and out in twenty minutes she was, and it's like, yeah. You know, yeah, Nova came to her up and then boom, right came out and then yeah, I got the old numb job too and you know he kind of you know started yanking and he was, it was my, and typical knees Sean on fashion. the chest and the pliers yeah, in your mouth. you know strapping me down holding me you know pulling to get the pliers out I mean my tooth was stubborn he actually had to kind of I don't know how detailed the audience is going to care but he actually had to get the the saw and saw my tooth at half. <laughs> to get both half, like one half out and the other half out, because it, it was being a stubborn son of a bitch, and I'm sitting there going, "Oh, of course, what? Only I would have a stubborn tooth, right?" You know, um, I mean, outside of that, just kind of, you know, resting up my mouth, um, watching some TV. I started watching um, the Space Force, okay, um, which is fun. It's a good show. Um, I'm trying to think what else I watch. I have yet to watch Snowpiercer. Um, and uh, getting some gaming in. Uh, I started playing uh, Lego DC Villains. Huh. I got the building Legos, got me hankered for video game Legos. Yeah. There you go. So, that's what I've been doing. You know, um, I have been, I did start and finished. I don't know if we talked about this, but as a, as a way to keep myself sane when I'm in the house, I've been doing like Lego sets. Yeah, um, I posted on my personal Facebook page where, like, the first one I did was for my birthday was the Stormtrooper helmet for the 40th anniversary. Mm-hmm. Then I did a ship in a bottle. Then I followed that up with the uh, Tie Fighter helmet 
Okay, um, TIE Fighter Pilot Helmet. Yeah. yeah. Hmm? The TIE Fighter Pilot Helmet. Yeah. Okay. Which, which actually, I'll be honest, turned out really nice. I was kind of surprised. It, 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 I didn't. It didn't on the cover of the box. Doesn't give it as much detail as it is up close. I was like, actually, I think I like that one more than I like the original Stormtrooper helmet. Okay. Um, but I then I decided to branch out, which wasn't a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you remember? Okay, were you much of a model maker when you were a kid? Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. somewhat. I mean, I wasn't, like, really into model making, but I've made a few, like, a race car or a ship or something right. like that. Yeah. And the name that everyone kind of knows are, are the Ravel mm-hmm. models. Yes. Um, well, Stacy and I, we were um, out one day, and we stopped in a store, and I saw this uh, Ravel Easy Click System, Pirates of the Caribbean, Salazar's Revenge. It's basically the Black Pearl. Okay. Right? says no glue no paint easy click system for 10 plus right i'm like <laughs> i got this no problem i'll try i'll try it out and if i enjoy it, it gives me like another you know avenue to kind of explore yeah. shit with right yeah i'm saying it right now fuck this model <laughs> i i uh i mean i i fit it it's done it's finished but i it's um, putting it together was kind of difficult because because it's like a snap tight system. If you're going to do that system, you have to make sure that the pieces should interlock pretty seamlessly. Mm-hmm. But because they're plastic formed, sometimes the plastic holes aren't all the way open. Sometimes there's little nubs on places that shouldn't have nubs. Yeah, I, I, I tried to file down as much as I could, and but some of those parts are like really 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 tiny and wound up breaking. I mean, from a distance, it looks decent, but when you get up close, you go, oh, there's a missing ladder here, and oh, why is there no netting here? Shh, you know, yeah. move along. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, without the paint, it still looks okay. You know, I'm not, I didn't want to get paint, and, you know, I didn't want to get the whole glue set up, because I'm like, I, what if, I never had the paint. <laughs> you, wanna, you don't want to go through this problem, sniffing problems again. <laughs> Right. Well, for me, it was because it's it's um, model glue. Sometimes if you put too much on, the model glue would eat the plastic. So it winds up being like a plastic mush that's kind of sitting there. Mm. <laughs> and I'm like, I-, I don't want to do that. I don't want to spend the money buying paints and paint brushes. Fuck that. You know, can you, that's why I like the Lego sets. They're already pre-colored. Yeah. <laughs> snap, um, snap, snap, done. Yeah, like follow the directions. Click, 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 click helmet you know <laughs> this was uh this was more like bend this break that put this snap this in pirate ship <laughs> i it's done and i i promised myself i could need to take my after photo because i you know i have a before and after mm. and then i'm gonna have the after shot which is probably gonna i'm probably just gonna dump it in the trash after i get done <laughs> the photo <laughs> <laughs> i'm like okay well it was a good experiment and I, i'm like <laughs> Well, now would I buy another one? I don't know if if the parts are bigger because I feel like my fingers were just ten year old Sean probably would have been a lot more gentler. <laughs> <laughs> Snap! Than, bitch. Ha- than half a century Sean. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I was like, yeah, uh, it was tough. <laughs> I mean, 
outside of that, not really much has been going on in, in here. Um, I, I mean, well, I have been watching Stacy play some video games. She's been splatooning it in and uh, what do you call it? Um, Animal Crossing mm-hmm. it a lot lately. Um, I do have a disclaimer. I, I, I did get a, a little bit of a, a finger wag. Last week when I said down Stacy was cursing out children, <laughs> she's not on microphone. Right. <laughs> I have to clarify that she's not actually in a chat room with these kids. <laughs> she's just just screaming at the television. <laughs> I don't know why, but for some reason she thought <laughs> I was painting the picture of her being all like, yeah, okay, we're going to fight. Your mother is so ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I knew that that was the, the case, you know, because you know, you know, I, I knew she wouldn't be yelling at kids, you know. But <laughs> right, she's not. But you would, right, you should clarify for other people that don't know, you know, that may not not play right. games. Mama's so dumb; it takes her an hour and a half to watch sixty minutes. You know, <laughs> cursing them out in kid language. Yeah. No, she's just. <laughs> No, she's not on microphone. She's not chatting with kids. It's, you know, she's just yelling at the TV like a person would do if they were watching a sporting event or a movie. Don't go in the click. Don't go in the basement. That kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like right now, she is actually playing um, Animal Crossing. She, she's going. She's flying the dodo friendly skies. Oh, okay. How about how's your wife handling uh, the whole Animal Crossing? Oh, she loves it. I mean, you know, I mean, she's got the book now, so she's, you know, and I bought her a book like this week because the lighting in our in our living room is terrible. So she's checking off right. things that she has, and that's what she's been doing. And, I mean, but she's, she's like, she's pretty, other than at this point, anything they add to the, the game, she's, like, up to date. Like, she's, she she collects all the fish and the, and the bugs and gives them the blathers to the museum every month that, you know, she does it. And then... She's looking for clothes and, and, you know, but she's got like, like almost 700,000 miles, nook miles that she could fly to any island at any point in time. 700,000 miles? Yeah. Jeez. She, I mean, it's like, she plays this like almost all day long or all night long. Like, she, like, like she'll watch her shows or whatever. And then like, as soon as that's done, she's right back into the game and she'll, She'll play the game right. and, you know, like she'll do the catch the five fish and she'll catch five fish, catch this certain fish, catch these bugs, you know, craft three things, you know, change your clothes. And she'll do that. Like she'll constantly do those tasks over and over again and just keeps building up, building up, building up. And sometimes, you know, it's like you, you, you hit the like trifecta, you collect five bugs and you can collect five fish and then you sell them to Nook because, you know, or they, you know, t- Timmy and Tommy for Nooks and Crannies and right. you get 5,000. Cause that's another one. If you, if you, uh, uh you know, uh, sell for five to get 5,000, uh, uh, bells, right. you know, you get another thing. So she'll get all three, like she'll hit those three and then she'll run and craft three things or that's do you know, four things done already, you know, cut a tree, you know, plant a tree, you know, over and over again. Um, you know, she, so she's, she's been doing those kind of things and, you know, and then she, you know, she goes to the other islands and she, you know, she does, she, she's got a system down that, you know, she collects all the, uh, weeds and then she, you know, shakes all the trees and then she, you know, uh, collects bugs and, 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 um, uh, fish right. and, you know, and she's very systematic on everything and, and figuring everything out. And then, you know, she just moves back to the, you know, 
her island and figures out like who she wants on the island and kicks somebody off and then you know uh, well she's, she's got the amiibo cards I'm still waiting we're still trying to get rid of one person and, and they haven't left yet yeah I mean it's like it's like they're just defiantly going yeah I'm not leaving fuck you you're gonna, you're gonna have to kill me <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a mortal on this island good luck on that and happening. I'm just like like everyone, everyone I'm like you know and then um, it's Canberra I think it is that she's uh she's trying to talk to us and I'm like oh no she's approaching us right <laughs> like it really is we're trying to just emotionally abusing her it's just you know not talking to her we're not acknowledging her she'll kind of wander the island and we're just like nope she does not exist <laughs> you know I was just like oh, okay okay that's been uh, every time I go in it's like oh my god she's talking to me she's trying to talk to me run 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 you know Oh, like right now, I just noticed I looked over my shoulder. Now Sahara, the camel, is on our island. So, uh, oh, Stacy's visiting another island. Ah, okay. And Kabara's there. Not Sahara. Sahara's there, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I, I'm trying to think. Did I buy any movies? I bought a couple movies. I bought um, shit. What did I buy? I bought Hustlers. The uh. J Lo, oh yeah, yeah, stripper movie. Yeah. Um, what else did I get? I gotta look, put my glasses on so I can see across the room. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I picked up uh, Mission Impossible Fallout. Okay. Um, I I wanted to bring that because I watched the the I saw the movie. And the movie was really good. That's the one with Henry Cavill. It started the whole mustache gate with Justice League and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we saw we saw you saw it here with me. What was that? You saw it here with me when we we watched it one night. I, I think you brought it over. You didn't bring it over, did you? No. Where the hell I watched it? You sure we watched Fallout? That's one Harry Cavill. Yeah, with mustache. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. I remember watching it with you. Interesting. Because okay, well, I, I watched it. I watched the behind the scenes stuff. Like I must have not have owned it, or did you buy it? I don't have any of. Oh, I have the first two, I think, uh, movies. Okay. I think. I mean, I, I know I have. I know I have Mission Impossible one and two for sure. Let's see here. Actually, I can look up my database here real quick on my phone and see. Or you know, Tom Tom Cruise breaks his ankle because he does a stunt. Yeah, I just have one and but two. So. What I found was fascinating was the behind the scenes documentary and. Say what you will about about Tom Cruise, man. He really puts his heart and soul in movies. Oh yeah! Like I'm watching this thing, and it's incredible. Like, first of all, a lot of the stunts were done practically. Like they did a, the the jump out of the airplane mm-hmm. at you know like the the high speed. He did that. Like it wasn't like fo- it wasn't photoshopped. It wasn't special effects. They actually and they talk about how they did it. How like how many times he went up and jumped out of that airplane at twenty thousand feet. You know for three days and and how they did the motorcycle chase you know and uh, it's i'm just sitting there going how everything was live i mean they just had the stunt guys and tom just drove and he's like i don't know what i'm doing i don't know what i'm going but whatever whatever we catch it's going to be great <laughs> and he's just so positive about it yeah. and i'll be honest as a kid who grew up watching 
the TV show. It's one of my favorite things I remember as a, as a kid is watching you know Mission Impossible. I have all the seasons on DVD. I love the movies, and the movies just get better and better. And this was I one of my favorites. Um, but to watch him do like all the stunts and talk about it and how just overly positive he is about everything, I was like, man, like he's really something. Like I, I was I was impressed. I was like, they talked about him jumping uh, across the building and. He knew the first take that he broke his ankle. He mm. knew it, but then he, you know, he got up and he's like, "Okay, we gotta do it again." And then he, you know, after he got the, the, the second time, he asked the camera guy if he got it because he's also the producer. And he's like, "Okay, I'm done. I need to go to the hospital because I broke I, th- I broke my ankle." Now the shot they show on the on the movie is like a top down mm. shot of him jump because the the shot that made it into the movie is the shot that he breaks his ankle. They have a side view of that camera, and holy shit, did he break his ankle? I mean, his foot almost like looked like it popped right off. Ooh. Like, I was like, holy crap! And and the camera guy is like, yeah, he got up, and you can see that limp that he has when he gets when he climbs up off that roof. That's his real limp. Like, cause he, I was like, that's Tom. You don't need to do this. <laughs> I checked; he's like fifty-seven years old. Yeah, and I'm, I'm like, dude, you you could slow it down a little bit, like. And I'm like, it just made me go, I, I can't wait to see the Top Gun sequel. Like, because he's fly, he'll be flying those planes and everything. I'm like, like, he actually learned how to fly a helicopter for the movie, for Fallout. Mm. And, and he did stunt work that experienced pilots don't really know how to do. Like, they talk about it, and I'm like, how? That's just, Tom, come <laughs> on. Like, it makes me go. Maybe maybe there's something to Scientology. Like I, I don't I don't know because like he's so positive about everything. He's like, you know, he was he, you know for those shots he was the cameraman, the pilot, the stunt pilot, and acting. It was it was incredible like to see the behind the scenes stuff on how that scene came to be. And it, it I'm like it's just insane. It was crazy insane to go like wow he is one dedicated son of a bitch. And he even says that it's about his love of movies he's always loved movies as a kid so he wants to make sure that the movies that he has are the most entertaining and the most involved i'm like i dude i'm so sold like (laughs) i don't know what to tell you like tom cruise is coming out with a hey tom cruise is going to be a serial killer in the next movie i'm like yeah i'll watch that it'll probably be a good one (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna root for him yeah uh, we might have watched it on Hulu. I, I I looked it up real quick just to see, and uh, we, it's on Hulu because I did remember that's how you watched it. You probably watched it on Hulu. Yeah, because I mean, I I think that's probably the reason why I got Hulu. I, I think there was a one point we were looking for something to watch, and right. we, we saw that, and it was like okay, and I signed up for it like that night. And now I'm stuck, been stuck with Hulu ever since. But I mean, I'm enjoying Hulu, so I'm not saying I'm not complaining. But I, uh, yeah, I like Hulu as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm watching the. Um, the the gallery for the Mandalorian. Yes. Which you mentioned it and I, I finally watched the technical aspect of the show itself. Mm-hmm. And again, I was really like, holy crap, like you guys the work that was put in and the innovations that they did. Like I remember watching um The Lion King and John Favreau saying how he used game engines to create the environment instead of just having a to create a 3d environment that you can through virtual reality film through and stuff like that and i was like wow that's incredible that's fascinating 
but then to take it and crank it up to like 11 for the Mandalorian where they're that that sound stage where they're you know the, the, the screens are on the background and you know you could see, I'm like there's moments in the show I thought that they were on like a an actual like location right on a set like a like a like a, a practical set you know like a, a... it's on a practical set and the the camera angles like you know the person moves a camera angle you can see the background change and I'm like holy crap that is incredible like I was I was like wow I'm like that's to me like a, a nice leap forward in in technology and special effects I'm like that's gonna that's a game changer it is it at is least for, at least for television Oh, movies though. I mean that's going to be a huge game changer that they could do stuff that they couldn't do normally you know and then how much money that would like save after so much time because they would imagine if they built Lucasfilms built like 10 of those rooms they could make 10 movies you know in, yeah, in a short amount of time because they don't have to scout for locations they could just have there's your location you just put some practical you know uh, stuff that's in the room itself that you would need as a something to film off of and like you know like the part of the ship you know that they had to put in for the the razor crest and stuff like that and yeah. it's like, so here's the bottom of the ship and the rest of the top of the ship is is on that wall and you look at the shot you go oh my god i thought that was a full ship like <laughs> I, I i thought it was just all a special effect with just a ramp and you find out that it's it legitimately is like a bottom half and then and i'm like it looks so seamless it's inc- it was incredible to, to learn about how that show was made. I was like, wow, I can't wait for season two. Like, cause <laughs> I'm like, woohoo. So that's, that's, that's what I've been doing. Okay. <laughs> I think, did I pick up anything else that was interesting? Yeah, nothing else. Um, <laughs> well, I, I watched the movie this week. Um, uh, like I said, I, I think I was talking about this last week. I was going to start watching movies that I have that I've been per- picking up, especially last, like since last year. I think I've been really picking up movies, uh, you know, since because uh, like like as like my, my like president of weight loss, I would go in like you know to Best Buy or not Best Buy to, uh, um, uh, shit. I'll think of it a second. Um, Walmart. Walmart. Yeah, yeah, Walmart. Because, you know, I go cheap. Because I'll go to those bins and, like, the two, $3 bin or $5 bin and, and pick up a movie. And, like, you know, it's either, like, an actor or an actress I would see or, or maybe it's a movie that I wanted but I didn't, like, spend a lot of money for it. You know, like, like oh, I kind of wanted that movie. But, you know, like, for 3 bucks I'll buy it. You know, like, even if it's right. on DVD, it's, like, something I want to see. But, you know, you know, I, want to, I don't want to spend too much money on, so I'll do this, you know, so that's the thing. So one of the ones, I think it was at Walmart, I picked up for like five bucks. It was called The Iceman. It was on Blu-ray. Okay, uh, Michael it, Shannon. Yeah, Michael Shannon, Winona Ryer, James Franco, uh, Ray Liotta, and Chris Evans were in this movie. And David Schwimmer, which, <laughs> which I don't know why he didn't get any billing on this. Because he was not predominant in the movie, but he was in a he was in a subplot uh, uh, going on in the movie, and you, and especially the way you see him, because at first I didn't know who he was, but I'm like, damn, he looks familiar because he's, he's got a he's got less hair. It's like I think like the 60s or 70s, like when they're they're showing him. Hey. He's got a ponytail. And he's got the like long handlebar mustache. He looks ridiculous, you know. Especially yeah. when you know who he is, because you're so used to you know short hair swimmer, you know. <laughs> from the friends right. you know uh, 
yeah. uh, 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 error and then you, you see him like with this long hair and this ponytail and you know and then this handlebar mustache and you're going wait a minute and then he starts targeting him oh my god <laughs> it's David Schwimmer <laughs> Um, it's about a, it's about a killer. It's about a serial killer that actually works for the mob as a hitman. Uh, claims he's killed over 200, 200 people in his lifetime. In his, in his uh, it's based on a real person. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, HBA, they actually made a documentary about that, the Ice Man. Yeah, they 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 they, they there's a two part HBO oh. series uh, documentary, and actually it's on who uh, YouTube right now, so you can watch it there. Um, I also want to mention too that I did find this. I mean, I bought it for five dollars because it's Winona Ryder's in it. I'm I'm a big fan of Winona. I can't tell you why. You know, I I'm just a fan of Winona Ryder for <laughs> some reason. You know, I I try and every time I see a movie she's in, I'm like, I'll buy it. You know, even if it's crap, I'll still buy it. You know, and everything I I right. still enjoy it. You know, there's a lot of movies. You know, was that what were you gonna say? I don't know. Like some actors that actually just kind of go, I like them for whatever reason. Yeah. I, I'm a fan, so I'm just going to support everything they do. Right. So I, I didn't, it. like I said, I, I didn't even, cause like, I didn't even know this was out. I did you know, like I never heard nothing about this. Um, you know, and then, um, the, the thing that's going to make you laugh is the fact is Michael Shannon. I, I can't think of his name now. Uh, there, there's an, there's a British actor who, um, I can't. Uh, I can't think of a role that he would be in that that I can say off the top of my head that you would go, oh yeah, that guy. Um, was was he in the movie? Yeah. Well, Michael Shannon is the British actor. No, he he wasn't. But I get him confused. Let me okay. see if because Michael Shannon's Zod. Right. He's he's Zod in, in the Man of Steel movie. So that's that's. But I thought he was a different different uh, actor. Um, so I have to. I'm going to look this up real quick as I'm talking to you at the same time. Um, okay. Just so I can say who he is, who I thought he was, and it's it's. And the thing is, when when, <laughs> when I tell you, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna just look real quick, just to you know, because I have. Here we go. Uh, I'm sorry to pause on this, you know. So you thought Michael Jackson. Michael Sheen. You thought Michael Jackson was a. I thought I thought he. Michael Sheen. Michael Sheen. Oh, the guy from the TV show Prodigal Son. He's the the father, and yeah. he was also the lead werewolf in the Underworld series. Yes. And <laughs> yes. <laughs> so he's also with the TV show Good Omens. He plays the angel. Yes. <laughs> yes, that guy. Because when you look at the box, you know, I'm like, because I'm like, I other than General Zod, I don't know Michael Shannon from any other movie. I mean, like, type of thing. And they're all, they're, it's all like, because it's an older, like, they're trying to make them look like, you know, older characters from a different era. So they're wearing, like, more mustaches and long hair or slick back hair with the, because it's a mob, you know, movie. And, uh, but I mean, he did a good job. I have to say. I mean, but after watching, because I do watch right. a bit of the of the documentary, because I was curious, because it says based on a true story. And you, again, like I like those movies. So I was like, I was like another plus for me. I'm like, I got one Oda Reiner, and it's a true story movie. All right, I'm in, and I enjoyed it. I I, I recommend it. If you want to see it without paying for it, you can. There's multiple ways of seeing this for free. 
if you have like a Roku stick or a uh, um, Fire Stick, they have a. It's, I mean, I don't know if it's on the Fire Stick. I know you can get on the Roost Stick. It's called Film Rise. Is the channel, um, and you can you can you can uh, download it for free as a as a channel and and turn on and then uh, find it there, or you can go to YouTube. And YouTube, there's a Film Rise channel there, and you can watch it. And it is commercial free there, so it doesn't mean you have to, you know, go through commercials like with sometimes with YouTube. With so many minutes, it plays a commercial. It's it's commercial free, so you can watch the the movie straight through with without a commercial. Um, but like I said, I highly recommend it. It's I don't think it's good as like Casino or uh, Goodfellas, you know, because those movies I can watch over and over again and highly enjoy. Um, but, uh, the, the, this one was like, it was good, but it was like, I'm like, I'm like, I'd watch it again, but I want to watch it like 20 times in a row or, you know, like those, those kind of things. You still there? Right. Still here. <laughs> hey, I hear a oh, click, click once in a while. I heard like a scratching noise and then all of a sudden you're not saying anything. So I'm thinking, do you just drop out? <laughs> no, you're kind of kind of you're kind of dropping in, dropping out. So I'm like catching you. I'm, I hear you. Okay. And I'm understanding what you're saying, but sometimes you're kind of like like fade, and there's like a little bit of a, a reverb, and then you come back in. It, it's it's kind of fucking with my head a little bit. To be honest, <laughs> I'm like maybe it's my connection. But it is. It is your connection because um, you're coming in clear, and I'm coming clear, and it's it's recording uh, properly here. So. Yeah, I did figure it's it's my phone is on its last leg, so hopefully, um, we're in the process of. Well, I'm in the process of thinking like, how do I, how do I go about getting a new phone with the way stores are? Like, can I just should I just buy one outright and just you know go screw it? You know, I can uh, just transfer the SIM card, buy like one of those open phones, and then just put my SIM card in it. It's it's a thing, right. <laughs> you know. Um, that's you know, it's oh, first world problems. <laughs> what, what phone should I get? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> if you're like, oh, oh, Sean's worried about what phone he should get, because <laughs> my Galaxy S7 is on its last leg. <laughs> people are going, he's on the S7, man. He oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, right. So, um, trying to think, like, any there's any new movies coming out that we um, should be made aware of? There is two things that I found. I mean, I said it's it's very late pickings. I think people are tending not to release, or we're just we just picked a bad week to do this. Um, uh, 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 one sec. Eureka, the complete series, is first time on Blu-ray is coming out. Uh, it's a sci-fi show. If if you didn't watch, it's about a bunch of uh, geniuses that live in the same town and of course day to day and there was a cop that had to keep the peace you know without uh, drawing suspicion to the town and so forth I think something right, like that I, it was like a secret place that the, they worked at right right yeah okay. and then uh, Doctor Who the complete 12th series is uh, coming out this week as well so if you want to catch those kids there you go those are the two biggest things that I found um, I looked okay. everywhere, so I mean, yeah, because like, some weeks I look back and I'm like, wow, that was that came out this, <laughs> yeah, like damn, you know, but you know, it's like, oh well, so, but that's uh, that's pretty much right. it, so. Um, okay, well, I I was very active on grabbing articles. I know you sent me a couple. I don't know if I'll get to them, but I do mm. have a couple of 
interesting articles. Um, like, for example, to, to piggyback off of something we talked about last week, um, the whole Batwoman thing, situation. They are going to go with a completely new character to take on the mantle. <laughs> like, they're not going to just... They're not going to be like, oh, okay. here's the article. Batwoman showrunner explains the decision to not recast Kate Kane's character. Ready? Yes. Um, it's funny. They she The EP Caroline Dries is inventing a whole new Batwoman. Um, that's the headline. After um, the, there was a casting call leaked on Reddit, and it was a, it's been deleted since then. It's um, the characters. It's a search for a Ryan Wilder, though it's not clear whether or not this is a placeholder name or not. Who is likable, messy, a little goofy, and untamed, and nothing like Kate Kane, the woman who wore the bat suit before her. That's a quote. Um, Batwoman showrunner and EP Caroline Dries spoke to um, Give Me My Remote, and I guess it's a paper paper or a podcast or a show of some sort mm-hmm. about the decision to go forward with a new character instead of recasting the lead. Um, she did say, and I thought this was chuckle because I used this expression last week. I did consider the soap opera version for a hot minute selfishly because we had a couple episodes already written and transition wise, it would have been a seamless, it would have been seamless since we already started breaking season two, uh, she said, but upon further reflection and Greg Berlanti, who is also an um, executive producer, uh, they helped make this call. And he's way smart about this kind of stuff, she, she admitted. Uh, he's like, you know, I think we should just reboot the character in terms of reboot Batwoman as a different character. Uh, just so also to respect everything that Ruby put into the Kate King character. Um, she also stated that she hopes that this quote-unquote Ryan Wilder will help fans accept that it's someone else in the Batwoman's costume. Uh, she says, she goes to say, I just think it helps the audience a little bit too, that we're, that we're not asking them to, that we're not asking them to not address the elephant in the room. I'm inventing a whole new character. In her past, she was inspired by what? Batwoman. She's going to take on the mantle and is completely, maybe not the right person at the time to be doing it. That what made, that's what makes it fun. Um, the character description went on to read, with no one in her life to keep her on track, Ryan spent years as a drug runner, a drug runner dodging the GCPD and masking her pain with bad habits. A girl who would steal milk for an alley cat could also kill you with her bare hands. Ryan is the most dangerous type of fighter, highly skilled and wildly undisciplined. An out lesbian, athletic, raw, passionate, valuable, and very much not your stereotypical all-American hero. (laughs) <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> there you have it so they're just going to completely now that, I don't know if the, per, the the article did say that the Ryan Wilder is just a like they don't know if that's the person's going to be the person's name right. or they just kind of a name they threw in there just to be like we don't want to let it be spoiled and maybe this person has a different name you know for lack of argument and I know people are going to flip shit when I say this name like Barbara Gordon. If they said Barbara Gordon, people would be like, get the fuck out of her. She ain't Batwoman. You know, but instead of saying Barbara Gordon, they use this Ryan Wilder. It's probably an anagram for another name, knowing how smart they think they are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, 
So they're not going to. It's not going to be Kate Gaines. It'll be a completely different character. Probably one no one's ever heard of. How do you feel, Ed? I, you know, I've been back and forth on this because I'm thinking it makes sense and it doesn't make sense at the same time. Like, like, yeah, you, you know, you, the Ruby Rose was 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 Batwoman, so you you, you know she was Kate Kane and she was the the first season, which I don't think anybody really watched because you know the first few episodes, everybody's like, yeah, I'm out. Yeah. You know, I I haven't. I haven't spoken to anybody going, oh, my God, Batwoman's so great. You know, like I haven't heard that ever, you know. And please, if you if you have, contact me and let me know that I am wrong, you know, in, in this statement. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I don't think I'm getting any any responses. But uh, it, it, it was so you, so you go, OK, you 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 go. All right. I, I, I respect that. Like it's 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 a way to to do that but i'm like you know what i've I've been through like a lot of things where they change people like they they because the actress or actor couldn't do it anymore for whatever reason and they switch the character and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't and it's a 50 50 shot but i think like like because i'm like i had to look it up real quick i'm like there i don't think there's anybody else who played batwoman i think she's the only one like kate came is the only character she's like the first one like so, so like like you know, with Flash, it Guy Gardner and, and you know uh, Barry Allen and 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 I can't think of other other Flashes or whatever. You know, I don't even know if Guy Gardner was a Flash, right, but there's multiple iterations of of a character. You know, Green Lantern I mean, had multiple iterations. Even even uh, even uh, which 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 I thought was fascinating was uh, um, uh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's goes. I always, I always dig myself in these holes. Ghost Rider <laughs> had yeah, multiple. Had, there's, there's different riders. So you, you, you kind of there were there were different there were different people playing that. So like to me, this is so weird that you're going to have a different person play Woman And I'm like, especially like if it was like a show that like nobody heard of this character before this, you know, and he never existed. And you created this character, and the actor drops out for whatever reason. And then they have to replace her, you know, and they, they change the show over to a new character. Nobody cares. But I mean, Batwoman has been in the, you know, now in the last, especially the last few years, because they had a, they put her in Bad Blood in the, in the DC animated universe uh, uh, movie, you know, the, so they gave her kind of a, a jump start there and all. So now you're going, is this going to work? And I'm going to say no. I, I <laughs> what do you think? I, 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 I... I'm, I'll be honest, I'm kind of 50-50 on The only reason why is is that I kind of agree with them changing the character completely because what if, I mean, it's like, um, let's say Linda Carter quit being Wonder Woman yeah. for like, you know, like halfway through the second season or whatever, and they got a completely different woman to basically be Wonder Woman. What if she does a better job at it? Like, you know, it's like, okay, constantly have this debate on how many times they've changed James Bond. Everyone's got their favor because everyone thinks one's better than the other. Right. So I think that, and look at Batman. People will say Adam West, you know, Michael Keaton, anyone, any number of people who put on the Batsuit, okay, will be compared. Right. Um, with Ruby Rose taking the, basically being the first one to be Batwoman, sh- would she be remembered as that if some another woman came in and said and rocked it? Like, what if uh, like, they hire an actress, she's going to be Kate Kane, and she crushes it week after week. Maybe the writing got better. Maybe her delivery got better. People would be like, yeah, you know what? After that, after that first season, I thought that show was dead in the water. But this girl, this new person came in and is crushing it. 
it's going to devalue all the work that Ruby Rose did put in. Like, like Greg Berlanti said, it's going to be like it might taint that first season a little bit. Whether that's good or bad is anyone's guess. Like I'm going to say, like I didn't wasn't a big fan. Um, so I get it. Uh, also, look at uh, if if done right, they might be able to pull it off. If done right, because even with a show like Batman Beyond, it was an animated show, and they introduced a completely new character, but they still had the they still had Bruce Wayne in the background, or as as a, as a as a a lead character in it too. Like he was still always there. It's not like it's Batwoman and not Batwoman. You know, it, right. I mean, it's it could work, but I mean, it worked for Charlie's Angels. Every time they changed an angel on TV, it seemed to be fine. But you're looking at a it's it's a gamble. But maybe they're playing they're playing it kind of safe a little. I, I'd say because of you know the idea of you don't want to put a completely different woman in the and say it's like oh no it's Kate Kane as well and I'm more curious about how they're gonna I didn't watch the whole season one um, I'm curious about the Alice character because the Alice character is Kate's sister right. spoiler <laughs> so I feel like how are they going that dynamic between the new Batwoman and Alice is now non-existent because Alice is going to, are they going to try, is Alice going to think that it's her sister still? Because she knew it was her sister when she had the the mask on. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like, oh, I know you're not my sister. Like, is she going to be now obsessed? Like, where, like, is this going to be an episode, like a season where Alice is trying to find her sister or is it not even going to be addressed anymore? Like, I don't know. I don't know how it was played out on the season. I don't know if Alice is still on the show or if they're going to write her off. If they did write her off, who knows? Um, I guess you just have to watch season two to find out, I guess. Well, that's, um, and, that's I, a, <laughs> and that's the thing. Are you going to watch season two? Like now that you know somebody else is going to play, you know, a fat woman, uh, you know, like would you, would you watch it? You know, that, and that's, that's the thing that gets me curious. It's like, well, I watched I watched probably like six episodes of season one, and then I was like, I'm out. Like this is, just, it's not worth my time to watch this because I don't find it, I don't I don't enjoy her as Batwoman. Not like she's a bad actor. I just don't think she's, um, what's the word like, I, I don't I don't think the writing was done well, you know, and and you know or, or the direction. And I, I I can't I don't I can't pinpoint where it was like where where the problem lied. I think it's maybe something. Right, something wasn't clicking with you the show. Same way with me. So I also think too, like I do. I'll say it. I think Ruby's acting was a little wooden sometimes. Mm -hmm. But I also feel like it's the director's job to change that. Now I also know too it's a TV show and that it's not the same director through every episode. But if the if the stories are true about her having a problem with you know working a 16 hour day or a 10 hour day or that the hours were long and she was kind of moody on set. Maybe it showed in her acting. Like, so to me, to answer your question, do I watch season two? I'm going to give it a couple episodes. I want to see how they do it. Well, that's the thing. Now, now, you now know, I'm like, should I, like, 
<laughs> but it's a thing like should I watch season one now and like finish that off and go okay you know what I watched the whole season now I, I you know I, I get like the whole thing and here's here's what's gonna happen because I'm like are they the, are they gonna kill her off like are they gonna bring Ruby you gotta come in for an episode or two to you know to kind of you know she, like you know so you don't kill her you don't kill her yeah, you don't kill her. You don't kill her. You don't, kill her you don't learn it, nothing. It leaves room for. What's that? Well, it, it leads open. For, it leads open. It it leads room for a cameo. Um, here's an episode where you know, like they, in in this universe, Bruce Wayne has disappeared for whatever reason. Same thing could happen to her, and then it gives the opportunity to bring her back for like a one-off for like a crossover event of some sort. You know, you keep her, you keep her alive because to kill her off is kind of a, in, in, I would say in TV is kind of like a, is like a, a major slap in the face of the actor and all the work they did. I mean, look how bad they really went out of their way to kill off Charlie Sheen's character in, in Two and a Half Men. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that was terrible. I mean, when when they try to get rid of it, how many times have I mean they in Roseanne's show that they kicked her off of, they fired her from, they killed her character too. It's like we hate you so much that we're gonna kick you off your own show. I'm gonna kill your character off, so that way there's no way you're ever coming back. Like that just seems like it seems petty and ridiculous, you know. So I, I think that they they would be smart not to kill her off because it it leads the opportunity for her to come back for like one offs. Or like a, hey, it's a Batwoman, Batwoman showdown, you know, for Sweeps Week or whatever. Yeah. I think I think they're going to keep her alive. Okay. You know, okay. It'd, be, it'd be smart. That's my, I'm, that's my two cents, Ed. Because, <laughs> I mean, to be honest, with you, I was looking at her filmography just to see, you know, like how she stacks up as an actress and all. And, like, she's been in a lot of either voiceovers or, um, I guess, uh, um, uh, action movies where she doesn't really talk a lot. <laughs> like, you know, like, right. it, you don't, if, if, cause she's looking at like, she a, has a good, good. <laughs> she has a good tough girl look. Yeah. Cause I mean, like, you she's know, like, wait, good. I thought you were done. <laughs> Sorry. Good. No, I was just going to go Nick over the ahead. filmography real quick. She's in a movie called Dorman, which I have no idea when that's coming out. Uh, SAS road note, uh, red notice is another thing that she's in. I don't know what that is. Uh, of course, the Batwoman, and then it's Cranston Academy Monster Zone. It looks like a uh, she's a voiceover for Liz. Then she was in Arrow, you know, as Kate Kane. You now uh, DC's Legends Tomorrow, The Flash, Supergirl. Again, these are all you know thing. Twenty eighteen was the Meg. That was like the last thing she was in, I guess, before she was Batwoman. And then uh, Tourism Australia, okay. Dundee, Son of the Legend returns home. Uh, she was Chief Jackson. That. Uh, I think that was a short film. Like okay. Sure, it was. Um, what do you call it? Um, the guy, guy who does Eastbound and Down, um, he did a very small, like it was a, a series of commercials for the Super Bowl where he played Crocodile Dundee's son. Okay, so it is quite possible that they did like little film, little vignettes. Okay, so, yeah, okay. <laughs> it wasn't a real movie. She was. Everyone thought it was a real movie. 
Okay. Okay, what else was she? Pitch Burger 3, she was Calamity. I think that was like the girl group. I, I didn't realize the movie, but I think there was like a girl group that they were going against or something like that. And I think that was, she was one of those people. Yeah. Um, then she was John Wick right, Chapter 2. Natural singer. Okay. Right. Ja, uh, John Wick Chapter 2, she was Aries. I remember she was, she was a very short role for her. Um, Triple K, Triple uh, X, Return of Xander Cage. She was Aradel Wolf. I remember this. She was like the, the sharpshooter. The uh, the sniper in in the group, right. uh, Resident Evil: The Final Chapter. She was Abigail. Uh, Orange okay. is the New Black. She was Stella uh, Carlin. She was in nine episodes. Uh, Sheep and Wolves. Right. Uh, she played a voice. It's Bianca in that one. So it was a, one of those uh, animated movies. Dark Matter. She was Wendy the Android in one episode. Uh, Around the Block in 2013. Okay. She was Hannah. Uh, 2013 she TV series one episode she was Ruby Rose of Mr. and Mrs. Murder so I don't know idea what that is she was herself and then Boys Like You in 2011 she was a short video where she was a woman and that was the that's her career so right. <laughs> she kind of well, plays like I, I guess a lot of tough girl roles yeah but she's also mainly known as she's one of those singers who become an actor so she has it's not like she ain't you know, hurting for a career. Work. Yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, I mean, she she was good in the small bit parts, but uh, yeah, we'll find out. I guess you know, we'll see. Um, is there anything else you'd like to add to that? No, no. I'm I'm trying to think. Like, like I said, I'm I'm like really back and forth on this because it's like you know I'm kind of interested. It's like it's like 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 ooh, what happens? I'm I'm more interested in like what the aftermath, what people think. You know, like. That I'm more curious about than actually what what actually happens. Like, you know, I'm, I'm like, is this is this going to fly or not? Like, is it is this is this something that people are going to enjoy? And I I think they should have just replaced the actress with another actress and just kept going. Like nothing happened, and you know, and just <laughs> okay, just keep going because I I don't know. It's just like this sounds like a dangerous avenue because now you're you're changing all the like you like you were saying they were change they're going to change all the subplot lines. You know what's going on with her, you know, and you don't know like how that's going to work out. Because I have to tell you, the last couple of seasons of of like like Flash and and uh, Legends, because Legends just ended this Tuesday, and oi, oh, it popped up on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> oi, uh, yeah. Oh, I get to binge watch watch the supernatural the final season of supernatural missing the last two episodes because they're not they got caught in the pandemic um flash uh, legends of tomorrow which i gotta be honest i'm still surprised that show's still going it, i mean it's 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 interesting i mean i i, I can't say I, I i still watch it on a weekly basis you know i'm i'm i still watch it. and sometimes i after after the after the show's done i, I turn to my wife and go why are we still watching this like like it's not unentertaining. <laughs> it's just not like oh my god. Like I can't wait for next week's legends. You know you, you kind of feel like right. th- there's nothing. There's nothing that gives you an a, a thing of going. Will this person survive? Because now it now it becomes who's leaving the show. Like 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 a lot of people are le- I think leaving the show in a way. And a couple of times I thought like yeah, I just saw. Good. Okay. I was saying mm-hmm. there was there was some. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You go, then I go. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> just... 
it's 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 a conversation I have with somebody else about about talking over you know like like pausing and like because like they're afraid they have to cut out the pauses because they don't they're afraid to talk because they do this remotely and I said yeah Sean and I just talk over right. each other all the time <laughs> <laughs> but it's that thing it's one of those things it's like you're not here in front of me so there's no reports I don't I don't know if you're going to say something or what so I just keep going. <laughs> I don't even know. Remember, right, there's no visual cue. Hey, I've got something to say. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell are we talking about? <laughs> we're talking about legends. So, so why don't you say, why don't you say what you're going to say, and then when you're done, I will go next. Why don't you go? Because I can't remember now what I was going to say. Left too hard. <laughs> okay. Well, we were talking about legends tomorrow and how people are leaving the show. Like I know Brandon Ruth left the show. Um, I just saw an article that I think the girl who plays Vixen, she's not coming back for another season. Mm. But this was her final season. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I know that they, I know Constant, the guy who plays Constantine, I know he's on the show now as a mm. regular. Yeah. Which is, I'm kind of happy about because I heard the show was good and that, I know he's been the voice of Constantine since since it's been started. Right. Um, but... I haven't watched like I usually like I've, I've said I usually kind of binge watch it once it hits Netflix and now that I think you know um, I think this might be the last year for all those kind of shows I think I think they're going to be going on to their own streaming app possibly mm-hmm. you know at some point probably HBO Max if I'm if, if or at least a CW app mm-hmm. um, so I'm kind of like all right well I'll watch you know the 13 episodes of Supernatural. I'll watch Flash. I'll watch. You know, I got to catch up on those shows, but I can only catch them up as as like binge watching. Like, I'll be like oh, okay, I'm 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 not tired, but I don't want to get in too deep on something. Let me catch an episode here or an episode there, and you know, maybe if I'm lucky, I'll get two or three episodes in before I go. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go to bed now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but uh. Yeah, well, so, I was gonna say now. Uh, I'm now remember. I was gonna say about the the dropouts. Uh, yeah, like like you could. There's there's certain scenes that you watch and you watch them. They're going, oh, is this person leaving the show? Like, because you don't see them again. Like they don't, you know. But like, I think it's just been like teases because like they come back like a couple episodes later. You know, I think they just don't have anything to write for them. They're like, yeah, we don't need you as a character for the next two weeks. So we're gonna do this to push you off the show, and then you'll come back because then we'll have something for you. You know, like. I've noticed that like I'm I'm like I'm like oh is this person leave the show like that's how I'm like looking at it you know and like there was only one like natural goodbye in one of the shows I'm not going to spoil which one it is and you go okay you know and it makes sense and then you just kind of confirm that that, that that goodbye so <laughs> so now I'm like oh okay you know that makes sense but it's it's still kind of like the like legends I'm like I'm like it's so weird because I don't think I don't think actors like care anymore about these shows because like like they, they they do this run and then it's over and then like like this actor wants to leave for whatever reason and then like all of a sudden now like that now the whole story arc changes and I'm like like the legends were this original group of people but now like that are, there's only like two members left of that original group that are you know there you know and <laughs> and, and the and the characters they have now are just so weird I'm like I'm like I don't even know what like they, it's not even the Z team like I. <laughs> 
You know, there's like the A team, the V team, and the C team. These are not even like the Z players, like of characters. You're like, yeah, I want this guy to help me out and save the universe. <laughs> right. So, but uh, I, I digress. So, anyway, moving on. Um, well, okay. Are you interested? Are you a fan of the new Godzilla movies? Um, yeah. I mean, I, I've seen. I'm trying to. I think I saw the one with Brian Cranston. Was there another one? Uh, yeah, there was a new one that came out. Not well, not new, but the most recent one was Godzilla: King of the Monsters, where there's the Mothra and he fights the. You know, oh uh, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, no, it's I mean... actually really good, but it sets up. Um, as you know, there's it's Godzilla versus King Kong's coming out soon. Yes. Uh, all right. Well, apparently it's got its rating recently, like what the rating is going to be. Mm-hmm. And the director, um, Adam Wingard, calls Godzilla vs. Kong rating an understatement. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. apparently Godzilla vs. Kong, it received a PG-13 rating, which is not surprising. Um, but the reason why I got a PG-13 rating is because it says for intense sequences of creature violence slash destruction and brief language. Wingard then responded to the ratings on Instagram in a post you can check out by, by Lowe saying, that's an understatement. Um, <laughs> basically, it's just got, it's, he just said that that's an understatement. And he kind of, with a winky, smiley face kind of thing. Um, in the most recent films, Legendary MonsterVerse, which is considered King Godzilla King, uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters, hit theaters last summer. It ended with Godzilla taking his rightful place as ruler of all titans. Unfortunately, the movie was a financial disappointment, grossing only $385.9 million against a budget estimated as high as $200 million. Um, in the epic action adventure Godzilla vs. Kong, will pit the two greatest icons in motion picture history against one another, the fearsome Godzilla and the mighty Kong, with humanity caught in the balance. Um, <clears throat> so... They tell you who's going to be in it, but I am. It's it's basically the fourth installment of Warner Brothers Pictures and Legendary's MonsterVerse, written by Oscar nominee Terry uh, Ruscio, who wrote Pirates of the Caribbean, Deja Vu, and Shrek. Apparently, uh, let's see, Kong vs. Godzilla vs. Kong is scheduled to be released November twentieth, twenty twenty. Wow, twenty twenty twenty. So. I am looking forward to it. I'm a big uh, Kong and a big Godzilla fan. And apparently the Kong from Skull Island, he was a child. Not child, but like he was more like a, a, a teenager. Okay. Because he apparently gets bigger. And apparently, according to another article that I think Sipon shared, um, he's got a beard. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a man him up. Let's put up Godzilla. Let's put a, let's put a beer on him. Oh no, King Kong. I'm sorry. <laughs> he's got he's got a beard. He's got a knit cap. He works his he works at the Starbucks. It's just very angry. <laughs> very millennial. <laughs> you know, he's hipster Kong. Hipster Kong. <laughs> <laughs> he's got some rubber bands in his beard to get him all tight. He thinks he's part of you know suicidal tendencies or something. He's got a man bond. Yeah, underneath his knit cap, is uh, late for his barista shift down the road because <laughs> he woke up late because he was too busy playing Fortnite. 
<laughs> Mom, where's my breakfast? <laughs> You're a 27 year old. Get it yourself. It's time for you to get a job. Have a job, Ma. You're late for it now. <laughs> going. I'm going. <sighs> Can't talk now, guys. You're going to go to work. <laughs> Stupid Starbucks. <laughs> now, I'll see you guys there. You know. <laughs> Don't forget, don't do that raid without me. I'll be back like around seven o'clock. You know, I've got to have dinner first, and we'll be all cool, right, man? <laughs> yeah, later, dudes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, we'd be sad if it wasn't true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, um, Ed. Yo. Let's talk about let's, let's talk about uh HBO Max. Let's. Okay, have you uh, heard, seen, how's it being received, anything? No, no, I haven't, I haven't. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of curious what they're putting out. I, you know, I haven't heard anything or seen anything uh, for it, so uh, do you have any information on that? I do, I do have, I got actually two articles. One's about the Snyder Cut, um, and the other one's about Bugs Bunny. Oh, okay. Which would you like to hear first? Let's start with the Snyder Cut, because I think we did talk about this last week a little bit, so we'll just go over. Yeah, a little bit. Um, This one, basically, it was um, um, three days ago. It was HBO Max boss says Justice League Snyder Cut is not a precedent after fans call out for a Suicide Squad Ayer Cut. Um, (laughs) For those people who don't know, David Ayers directed the Suicide Squad, and he said that he had, like, even back then, he even said that that's not the movie that he made because um, studio got in and made some edits and some cuts mm-hmm. and some choices that they didn't know at the time. Like, for example, I found out, too, when you watch the movie, they have, like, the little flashcards, and they say that um, Harley Quinn helped Joker escape, meaning that she was around when the... If you remember... Um, Batman v Superman when you see the Robin outfit with all the ha 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 jokes on you yeah. written on it um, a lot of people assume that you know, that was Jared Leto's Joker and that it had to be before Harley Quinn ever came into the picture and then you see Suicide Squad and you see that somehow it predates her relationship with Joker was around that same time hmm. which Ayers said that wasn't the case. That was a decision made in post. Like uh, somebody in a suit decided to do that because it fucks up the timeline a little bit. Uh, he did, you know, he's gone on, on record quite a number of times saying, hey, the movie I shot is not the movie that we got. Like, you know, um, so a lot of people were saying, like, you know, Jared Leto, everyone's going, well, if you're going to do this for, for Snyder, why aren't you doing it for Air? Because apparently his director's cut was already done. They, they cut it up in editing. His his vision was already laid out and ready to go, hmm. um, but they were like, "No, no." So obviously, fans have been calling to Warner Brothers saying, "Release it, David Eric's director's cut of Suicide Squad." But speaking to the uh, Verge cast, Tony uh, Gonclaves uh, basically said their Justice League plans are not a precedent for over other fan campaigns. Uh, following the streaming platform's announcement that the Snyder Cut's going to release going to be released um suicide squad director david Ayers has been calling for the same treatment air posted on twitter my cut would be easy to complete 
It would be an incredibly cathartic for me. The film I made was never been seen. Uh, the frank admission led to fans calling the studio to release the air cut, yet they may have to campaign a little harder for anything to come to fruition. Uh, basically, the guy said, quote, look, the Snyder Cut definitely is not a precedent. Uh, there's different types of fandoms. My reference to fandoms is the fact that we're in a space where consumers are loud, consumers, uh, consumers guide, and we absolutely have to listen to it as an industry, but that doesn't mean that we'll go and invest our dollars in every single fandom that exists. Ooh, that's a burn. <laughs> Meanwhile, Era has also claimed that Jared Leto was mistreated by the film's final edit. Responding to someone on Twitter, uh, director stated that no one has seen his performance. It was ripped out of the movie. Uh, sequel to Suicide Squad is uh, apparently titled The Suicide Squad is currently in post-production right now um, and even he, James Gunn, was all for it too, he's like, you know, I'll release the air cut, I don't care, it's not going to affect his movie um, so, yeah, it's basically what I, what I think I, we talked about before, it's that oh, well, we got away with it once, let's keep going like, ooh, I want this now. I want that now. And they're like, no, you, you get one. We'll get you this one. You know? <laughs> well, that's the thing. I mean, I'm I'm kind of with the fans on this one. I hate to hate to say. I mean, you know, like, like if if like, and I says the thing. I mean, like, like if Warner Brothers has another cut, like you know, they're going to pull it out eventually. They're they're, they're definitely going to do that when they when they're when they're slumping it again. They're gonna they're gonna go. Oh, that David Ayers, you know, cut. We we have it. You know, it's, it's ready to go. Like let's let's do this. You know, and then and then they'll release right. it because you know right now they're not going to do it because they're like whoa 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 we, we we only showed one card and this is the card you get. Here's here's the. You know, here's the Justice right. League one. This is the one you've been bitching about the most. This is the one you get. We have it. We have the other one closed to our chest. We're just waiting for the right moment to release it. You know, because right. and that right moment is going to be how much did how many subscribers did we get because of the Snyder Cut? Hmm. Let's yeah. release the air next now, year. Now, now that everybody's seen it and our numbers are dropping off again, our, you know, our subscriptions are, 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 are quitting because everybody saw the center cut and they canceled it after a month, then yeah, yeah that, that's going to be like, yeah, let's, uh, let's get that, uh, let's get that holiday uh, special out. Let's get the, uh, <laughs> right. You know, let's get the, uh, you know, suicide squad, you know, uh, airs cut out there. You know, that's, that's, that's what they're going to do. You know, it's just like, it's, it's, I mean, it's just sad that they, they, <laughs> That <laughs> it's just like they're so transparent anymore, <laughs> right? They're planning like a they think they're planning like a harp. Yeah, but of course we'll buy into it because I'll be like, you know, like how can you not? Like really, I'm like, I'm like, well, gee, I really kind of want to see this. Is is this gonna make this better? Like, you know, like like is the David right. Ayer's version better than what Warner Brothers put out? Like, you know, you know, like what what is it? You know, it's probably gonna be more crappier. <laughs> I, I mean. The visual Joker still gonna look the way the Joker looked, and that's that was my only really one of my big issues. So, I mean, if you're gonna have more of that, eh, eh, like, will I watch it? Sure. Will I enjoy it more? I don't know. I got that. I would have to see it. Like, <clears throat> can I go? Well, maybe this is like on Earth Two, like or <laughs> Earth Five. Well, you know, I, it's an Elseworlds movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of campaigns, I want to kind of start a campaign for the four fantastic uh, uh, Josh Trank cut. No, stop. <laughs> what? I don't. Think, I don't think there is one. <laughs> Josh Trank says I, there is. 
was. <laughs> that wasn't his sure. vision. I, I'm sure it wasn't. I'm sure it wasn't. But I, at this point, I it did not. I don't. The only thing that would make that movie more interesting is the time that Reed Richards has spent away, or or the the there's a year gap between in in that movie. And in that year, I felt like it was the most interesting shit that should have happened. That's when the Fantastic Three, at this moment, is working with the government to do missions. Reed Richards is on the run, you know, because he's a coward somewhat. Like, give me that year. <laughs> That's the year that I'd be interested in. If they, if they throw that stuff back into a movie that might have been, if they filmed it, I might have been a little bit interested in it. But I I still think that Doom's character is is gonna look like the way it looked and I don't know if it's gonna I know he was supposed to be one kind of character and then when you watch the movie it was completely different so mm -hmm. uh, I don't know I just no I just can't can't do it you can't do it no but it's funny now you mentioned the Fantastic Four I'm like I actually have it on Blu-ray I'm like or I have a digital copy of it I'm like I kind of want to watch it now kind <laughs> of <laughs> It's a part of me that wants to watch that train wreck and you know relive all those bad memories again. <laughs> relive the bad glory days. It's like looking at photos of a psychotic ex-girlfriend. You're just looking at me going, oh my God, life was... I hated every minute of it, but wow, there were some good times too. You know, no, no, there wasn't. No, just don't go. Don't look. Don't go back. I wonder if I should call her. No! <laughs> don't. Just... Go away! Burn it! Burn the phone number! Burn the pictures! Get a, get it away from your head! Yeah, but look at this. She looks so cute here. I'm like no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was the day she punched you in the face because you sneezed. You know, don't no. That's Walk the day away. she set fire to your car because she smelled funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but she, look, she, look how cute she was. That was before the murderous rampage, and she kicked the cat across the room. Mm. But also on HBO Max, Ed. Yes. Um, they have the Looney Tunes cartoon. They rebooted um, Bugs Bunny and the Gang. Okay. Now, I don't know if you remember they tried rebooting the Gang back in Cartoon Network in sort of like a sitcom kind of form. Yes. That did not work at all. No. No, it didn't. Um, I saw it. It did not work. Yeah, I tried watching it too, and I, and my, oof, I was like, ooh, that, that's all, folks, and I couldn't watch it. <laughs> um, however, they, it's on HBO Max, and apparently, it is one of the most popular shows that they have on their network, on the the app. Um, now I'm going to read the headline, and you can take it however you want to take it. Ed, mm -hmm. ready? Yes. Looney Tunes cartoons ban guns including Elmer Fudd and Yosemite Sam shorts no 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 alright it gets weird okay Okay. <laughs> really I can't it gets weird okay. go on well, so the over the top violence will continue to be a fixture on the series though uh, however, gun violence will not. Executive producer and showrunner Pete Bron Browngard explains that guns will not be featured on the series, meaning that classic characters like Elmer Fudd and Yosemite Sam, both known for packing heat, 
will not be brandishing firearms in the new series. But fans can still expect to see all the anvils, dynamite, traps, and even other Acme items meant for destruction. <laughs> he goes to quote, we're not doing guns. Um, he said, the t- he told to the New York Times, but we could do cartoony violence. TNT, the Acme stuff, all that was kind of grandfathered in. <laughs> um, it says, goes on to say, like, unlike the network, the wait, cartoon wait, wait. networks. <laughs> that was grandfathered in. Is that what you just said? Did I hear that right? Yeah, yeah grandfathered in. Like, look, you know what? I mean, it's Acme jokes are a staple of all the Looney Tunes. If you're going to do a Looney Tunes cartoon, you, Wiley Coyote has to shop at Acme. He can't shop at Amazon. You just can't. <laughs> You just can't. There's no way that I could see Wiley e. Coyote sitting in front of a computer and looking up eBay for something. It's got to be Acme. Acme or nothing. Wow. <laughs> you know, I just can't see him losing a bidding war for roller for rocket roller skates. Oh, on I just can't. Like, no. <laughs> they are going to be by a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> some some douchebag kid beats him out by a penny. Just I just can't. No, you know the paint that he uses to paint that fake hole. It's got to be Acme brand paints. It can't be you know Lowe's. <laughs> Lowe's. It just it just can't. You know, like I, I refuse to accept that the giant magnet he's using. After after the Roadrunner eats the, the the metal ball bearings, is it coming from Acme? Gotta <laughs> <laughs> the umbrellas that fold up right before he says "yipe" as he falls off a cliff. Better be fucking from Acme. I, that's if it ain't if it ain't make mine Acme. <laughs> just I just you know what you get away, you get rid of the goddamn guns, you, you know. At least give them the Acme brand. You have to. <laughs> Just don't get it. Well, you know, I, 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 I get, I get, I really do. I, I get the okay. You know, the violence you can't really stop because that really, I think, what makes the show funny. I mean, you know, like I mean, you could probably do it a different way. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm, I. That's why I've, I'm doing a podcast and not writing for Warner Brothers. Um, right, there has been episodes with Yosemite Sam, or at least with Elmer Fudd, where Elmer Fudd didn't use a gun. He wasn't even a hunter at the time. He was doing other goofy shit. I completely get it. But Yosemite Sam, rootin' tootin', highfalutin', Yosemite Sam? Because it's like, like I, it was like the old west. I mean, like they all carried guns then. You know, it wasn't like you know there was you know non-carrying gunmen and. In the West, because that's kind of like where he comes from. You know, that's the the idea. Right. It's an old West character. You've never seen Yosemite Sam in modern day. Yeah, yeah. Because like, 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 I'm trying to think of like, like, like the the best example was when he was running for mayor or something like that of a town that was like a southern town, like back in the like. It could have been like the 1800s because it was like these grand uh, uh, pavilions that they would, they would, and it was like that kind of time. Like it was like you know, like the 1860s that you would see those kind of like things going on and all, and how they developed that 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 kind of uh, uh, show. You know, like so, 
you go for the time period it was. I mean, you can't modern day Yosemite Sam. You're like, you know, because <laughs> it wouldn't make sense. He's just not funny, you know. I I mean, what are you going to do to him? You're going to make him some sort of a hacker, like if he's if he's kind of an out. Remember, Yosemite Sam is an outlaw. So right. what kind of outlaws can you bring him in? Uh, he's a day trader. <laughs> like, does he sell false insurance? Like, uh, what is he? You know, he's a wife beater because you know, yeah. Bugs will <laughs> dress up as a woman. And... <laughs> I I know I doubt I you know what I would be surprised if they have cross dressing bugs because someone will someone will probably stream sensitivity. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's a shame too because I mean, clearly the person probably isn't a fan of Bugs Bunny to know that he's been doing this for years, and it's never been to any way kind of shame or insult the cross gender cross gender public. It's always been to ruse a stupid Yosemite Sam or an Elmer Fudd, right? You know, or you know, or Daffy. Even Daffy didn't fall for it, but <laughs> um. Basically, here's how the show used to work. Um, the new Looney Tunes cartoons they don't do they don't do scripts. Um, they the cartoonists used to gather in a room. This is before COVID nineteen. Used to gather in a room together and draw pictures and gags, focusing instead on simple concepts and gut busting gags. Um, he goes on to say, some of them have maybe gone a little too far. So they might have come out in a different format, uh, Browngart says. Adding some of those more extreme shorts could be released and, quote, packaged for an adult swim type thing. Hmm. Um, added story editor John Ryan, Johnny Ryan, the cartoons are both timeless and not of this time. Um, we're going through this wave of anti-bullying. Everyone needs to be friends. Everyone needs to get along, he says. Looney Tunes is pretty much the antithesis of that. It's two characters in conflict, sometimes getting pretty violent. Um, Dopey Hunter Elmer Fudd is traditionally depicted using guns to hunt wabbits. Um, and hot-tempered Yosemite Sam is also quickly to pull the trigger on a pair of guns not presented in the new show. Um, in the Looney Tunes cartoon, however, this gets me. Fudd can be seen continuing his endless pursuit in the Waskly Wabbit and other using other weapons, including an axe and a scythe. <laughs> I'll butcher him to death. I will stab you. I won't shoot you, but I'll try to take your head off. <laughs> I will decapitate you. Right. Um, and I have a, a following story. It's, it's, it's amazing. It's, it must have clumped together. Um, oh, hold on. Where is it? Oh, shit. I'm trying to see if I can find it. I had it. I just had it. Oh, shoot. You never had it. Uh, it, was, it was legitimately right under this article. Like, it was in a stream of articles. And it went from, like, one of the artists himself had something to say. Um, like, how people were... Because there's a backlash. Yeah, you know, of course. There's a backlash. People are bitching about the fact, like, why did you do it? And he had a comment, and I'm right sitting here trying to see if I can maybe scroll and try to find it. Maybe it's after this. So, yeah, it's about show Pierce the TV show. Oh, all right. Oh well. He basically was like, you know, fucking get over it. Like, you know, you 
And I was like, ouch, why would you have to be so angry about it? Like, there's no no reason for that. Uh, let's see. Let me see if I can find another article. Because I had two of them about the whole danger of what they were <laughs> trying to do with that Wesley Rabbit. Ooh, I'm so angry. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, you know, the, the, the more we're talking about it, the more I think about it. It's just like, like, like Bugs Bunny was for its time. I mean, like it was made, I don't know, like the 30s or 40s. I don't even remember, remember when. Bugs Bunny was made. Uh, the Looney Tunes were made. I have to look that up while you're talking. But uh, right, um, it, it was it was it was funny because you know it it was for for its time. But like, I don't think you can you can um, um, what do you call it? Bring them back in, in a new era, and you know, like with with new new episodes and new shows because it's just um. Like I said, it was it was of their time, so it was just like that. That was, yeah, April nineteen thirty to nineteen sixty nine. So nineteen thirty to sixty nine were the were the uh, uh, original release dates of the uh, of of the Looney Tunes uh, shorts. Okay. So you 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 know like with with that you um you know they 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 were funny then, and I mean like when we were kids they were funny, but we knew the difference between violence and and you know like we weren't going to shoot someone with a gun or or you know stick a dynamite somewhere and expect gags, you know like you knew it was dangerous and you weren't going to do that, but it was funny to see right. because it was cartoons, you know it was real life, you know somewhere right. along the lines I know that that talking rabbit is fake, I know that. There's no way you could bend the barrels of that shotgun around so it shoots him right in the face. I, I know that. <laughs> right. And then that, that's the that's the thing. Like, like, like at some point in life, people got stupid and like, you know, like, like let's imitate this. And you go, what? what? Like, <laughs> are you stupid? <laughs> like, there should be a special place for you. You know, <laughs> like. Maybe we should put you in a room with other people like you. You know, like, like I don't know what else to do. You, you go, you go, how? Like, you know, like, well, you know, like, like it's like, you, do you apply that with everything you do? Like, you know, like, 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 you know, like the force is real, right, kids? A movie, you know, there, there's no things with lightsabers. <laughs> like, they don't exist. Right. You know? well, I want them to exist like you, but they don't. So move on. You know, like, you, you kind of wonder, like, what you know, like, like, what point, like, did we get stupid? Like, they, they, like, the the younger generation get dumber and dumber, and then realize that you know, <laughs> you know, because it's like you know, like, 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 a comedian said, you know, like, at one point he goes, he goes, you know, why we didn't have warnings like the way you do today? Because we 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 just blew up those idiots, you know, like people, kids who play with firecrackers and lost a finger because you know they were stupid. And you you learn, don't play with firecrackers, you know, don't hold on to them. You know, it's right. just, it's stuff. Hey, you'll blow your fingers off. Right. Yeah. You know, and then so stuff like that. Like you, and you, and you go and you, and so that's just like, so I'm like, let me, should they keep making Looney Tunes cartoons? You go, yeah, the kids love them. They're popular because, you know, the adults still enjoy them because when they were kids, they were listening to and all that, blah, blah. And then we meet Space Jam and all the kids love Space Jam, you know, and it's just like, yeah, but like you know, that's because you you took the violence out of it, and it kind of worked because you you know you used you know NBA stars at the time, and you know uh, uh, you know made them celebrities and all, and 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 it worked, you know that kind of thing. And they did another movie with Brendan Fraser, which I don't think did too well. I don't remember. I don't uh, yeah, it was Brendan Fraser, Jenna Elfman, 
um, yeah, I yeah, I actually saw that. It wasn't horrible, but it was also definitely. It, I guess here's the problem: when you do Who Framed Roger Rabbit so well, whenever they try to intermix cartoons with live action, you automatically think of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what it kind of reminded me of. It was very, it was like, hey, we could do Who Framed Roger Rabbit even better now because it's we live in a, a somewhat digital age at that moment when the movie was made. And it was okay, but you still, you know, you need, like, I ain't, I ain't slamming Brandon Fraser or Jen Alfin, but sometimes you need an actor that knows how to play to nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, Bob Hoskins, 90% of that movie was him reacting to absolutely nothing, and he sold it. It's kind of hard for Brandon Fraser or Jen Elfman to, to was, it was hard for them to sell it. You bought it, but it was, it was a hard sell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's the best way I could put it. Um, I think it's on. I think it might be on Netflix if you're interested of watching it one day. I think it's like Looney Tunes back in action. I think it's called. Oh no! I'm gonna look that up while. <laughs> yeah, I actually well, since if you want to look it up, I can tell you about. I, found, I finally found the other article. Okay, good. I, um, the Looney Tunes cartoonist artist addresses backlash over Elmer Fudd gun ban. Um, it was. This, the artist is Michael Rukoko, I think his name is. It's a quote he put on Twitter. Do you guys seriously care whether or not Elmer Fudd has, has a gun in our shorts? You know how many gags we can do with guns? Fairly few, he said. Um, uh, he's like, at best, and he's like, and the best were already done by the old guys. It's limiting. It was never about the gun. It was about Elmer's flawed challenge masculinity. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, it just what I said. It just sounds so of its time. Like I never once thought the reason why Elmer Fudd was trying to shoot Bugs Bunny because he had flawed masculinity. He needed to carry a gun. <laughs> I, I always took it that the hunting outfit that he was wearing was the reason why he was carrying a gun. That he, he was, was rabbit hunting. I mean, like, <laughs> right. And maybe he was trying to put food on his table, and it wasn't about small dick energy, as they're calling it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just never once that I was like, oh, you know what? He's Elmer's dealing with something, so that's why he's going to carry a gun. I mean... It's bad enough he's bald and he's kind of pudgy and he's kind of dim-witted. And that's enough to make a man angry, so he's got to be carrying a gun. <laughs> I mean... That's the dumbest, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life, that they're projecting real-life scenarios on a cartoon. Uh, the flawed challenge masculinity. I don't think Bugs ever really challenged it. I mean, Elmer's masculinity was never challenged in my head. Maybe, I mean, maybe you know, maybe maybe that was the backdrop we never got when we were kids on why Elmer Fudd wanted Bugs Bunny so bad. Because, and and you never see him hunt down anything else but Bugs Bunny. Well, Daffy Duck. Oh right, <laughs> see, yeah. Maybe it was a dual effort. Maybe they both took down his masculinity. <laughs> well, I, actually, maybe maybe the person feels like the challenged masculinity was when Bugs Bunny turned dressed as a woman, and how Elmer fell for that trick all the time. Maybe that's the challenge, masculinity. I, I, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> like this is I fucking crazy. Really, 
It really is. Wow. <laughs> that's that's a that's a wow. That's a <laughs> that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. Well, now there's a lot of other ridiculous things about in my life, but I, I just, that's I'm, up there. I mean, he also did say that the decision to disarm Fudd was a reaction to real world gun violence, including the 2017 Las Vegas shooting. Um, because that's when this, this he says. He's like, also, think about the context about what's going on in the world and how long ago our show started production. Uh, late 2017, early 2018. Right on the heels of a record number of mass shootings, particularly the horrific Las Vegas one, nobody wanted to touch guns working in the media. I don't know about that. A lot of movies came out with gun violence, but whatever. Um, he's like, and then he goes, this is where I, I feel like he loses me. I personally did not care about or miss Elmer's rifle. He added in a subsequent tweet, we get a lot more out of his personality and his lack of wit than any implement on his hands. Move on. In a final tweet, he added the animators got a lot more out of wordplay, dynamite, and the character's own stupidity that we ever did with guns. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, like I'm like, okay, well then, then like, if you're banning guns, why aren't you banning the dynamite? That that doesn't make sense to me at all. <laughs> like, well, he, here's here's okay. The article does go on TNT and other dangerous products manufactured by Acme Corporation continue to have a presence in the show, which does not shy away from cartoony violence. Here's an episode. Ready? It's called Vincent Van Fudd. Right? Mm-hmm. Fudd reacts with horror and regret when he believes he impaled bugs with a pallet knife after the Wesley Wabbit interrupts his attempt to become a great artist. Right? So he gets he thinks he stabs him. Okay. Pretending so bugs pretending to die from a wound made of red paint and overdramatic bugs convinces FUD to tug on a rope. When FUD obliges the rabbit's last re- to the rabbit's last request, he is flattened by a falling anvil. <laughs> 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 I mean, bugs, totally. But there is no reason that w- in, in that scenario ever <laughs> would I think that that Fudd's carrying a rifle. Sounds to me like he's a painter and shit goes sideways. <laughs> he shivs bugs. <laughs> he shivs bugs. So bug retaliates. He shanks the rabbit. And, and the rabbit retaliates by dropping an anvil on his head. That's what you're telling me. So gun violence, no. Shanking and, and <laughs> shanking an anvil on the head, yes. Yes. That is standard cartoon one oh one violence. <laughs> Stabbings and anvil dropping. Um <laughs> other shorts depict pursuing bugs with weaponry including an axe in his side um, <clears throat> so some people have praised Warner Brothers to who produces the series for taking a stance on gun violence other call the removal of FUDs and Yosemite Sam's guns ridiculous with one person saying dropping FUDs gun is like taking spinach away from Popeye <laughs> <laughs> I mean hold on I would say that that probably applies more to Yosemite Sam than Elmer, than Elmer FUD Elmer Fudd, you could throw in as like a non. He's not hunting. He's just. Remember, um, Elmer J. Fudd, millionaire. I own a mansion and a yacht. Yeah. Once, I don't think he picked up a gun. <laughs> I, I, I don't think he did. Maybe once. 
Yosemite Sam, whose character is solely a southern gentleman from the 1860s, is a dual-wielding spitfire with short issues, you know, <laughs> with a Napoleon complex, you know, and a, and a, and a fabulous ZZ Top mustache. You know, <laughs> I just... <laughs> See, the, thing, the last thing I always remember about your 77 was the fact that you were, you were talking about who framed Roger Rabbit when he comes flying out of Toontown. He goes, my biscuits are burning. <laughs> Mom, my biscuits are burning. <laughs> <laughs> so every time I hear you, that's all you think about. Anyway, but... <laughs> but it, sorry, the computer went crazy there. The computer stopped. That was right. There we go. No, my Amazon is uh, my Alexa's computer. So every time I say the the c word, it goes oh. goes nuts. <laughs> the c word computer, <laughs> folks. You mean computers? Did I? You know, Did actually, I? a still photo of of Bugs Bunny being chased by Elmer Fudd with Elmer Fudd carrying the scythe. And I'll be honest, that looks more disturbing than him chasing him after with a with a, a rifle. Yes. It's just uh, first. I'm not liking the picture of Bugs. Um, it looks very like original Bugs, like skinny body. Oh, okay. Uh, the gloves are the gloves are not white. They're kind of yellowish. Okay, so it's very classic Bugs. Um, but Elmer's chasing after him in his classic attire, except no shot, no shotgun, um, but a, a side. Like he's the <laughs> angel of death chasing after Bugs Bunny. That's gonna be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is funny. Now I'm not. I don't know if I'm really gonna. I'm thinking less of subscribing to HBO Max. Maybe now it's. Uh, I don't think I'm going to do that at all. Now look, I'm again. I'm not um, saying that you can't have a Looney Tunes cartoon without you know cartoon violence, or at least you can have it. I mean, like I'm gonna say, everyone remembers you know um, the Barber of Seville. Yeah. We're. It's a barber, and you know it's all. You know that one. Yes. Or what have I done? What's opera? Kill the rabbit. Kill the rabbit. What's opera? Not a single shotgun was pulled. Completely get it. But if you're gonna have Elmer Fudd hunting Bugs Bunny, he needs to be packing heat. Sorry. I just, it's gonna be weird. Watch him chase around. Stand still, you wascally wabbit, so I can shank you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> let me take a swing at you, my axe here. Yeah, like, uh, ooh, wabbit, where's my heat? Like, I just, just you, you seventy Sam, I'm a little softer now. Don't carry my guns. It took him away from me. <laughs> <laughs> now I live in this retirement community and. Shawshank for <laughs> in Boca Raton, Florida, and just kind of remembering the good old days. Me and my rootin' tootin' ways, and now more of a laid back, swinging kind of way. Should make him gay. <laughs> I mean, sure. You know, I, but that would be now people would have a problem with that if he was angry. You know, well, they have to change his personality completely. You know, you just—it it looks like Yosemite Sam, but it's not Yosemite Sam. It's—it's it's, you know, Yosemite Sam's like distant relative, like Yosemite Stew. 
<laughs> was amazed. Like, you know, hi, my friends call me Stu. Yeah, I'm from Yosemite. Yeah, they say it's Yos- Yosemite, but that name conjures up too many horrible images. So I decided to change it to Yosemite. Very laid back and soft. Mount so Rushmore Manny. <laughs> Mount Rushmore Manny. Yeah. Hi, I'm Mount Rushmore Manny. How you doing? Mount Fuji Monty. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Harry Himalayan. <laughs> Everything's high up here. I'm, I'm Albert Alps. Albert Alps. Sitting here, you call me Double A. That's I'm your, I'm your friend. I'm your ski instructor. You know. No guns up here, just nothing but slopes and fresh, crushing that fresh snow, yo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, that wascally wabbit. Oh, that varmint. Now, now, we don't use that word now. Varmint's not allowed. Varmint's no words. <laughs> we use hares. We don't call them wabbits anymore. Rabbit's too broad of a term. He is a hare. Now the bald uh, people are gonna write in. Right. <laughs> you gotta be calling it, that's what they call rabbits, hares. Oh you bald uh, kids. Send a negative message. <laughs> it's our fudge uh, ball. Maybe that's why he's going after a hair because he wants hair. <laughs> right. You make uh Omer Fudd and uh Yosemite Sam like a modern day like couple. They're just kind of living their lives, and Bugs Bunny kind of screwing his up, you know, for whatever reason. They, like, there you oh. go. <laughs> and actually, you could have Elmer Fudd and okay, I'm, I'm going to pitch a show, and I would be wouldn't be surprised if I say it. Yosemite Sam is the sloppy roommate, and Elmer Fudd's the clean anal roommate. Like mm. it's an odd couple type situation. Yosemite Sam's got like red hair tufts, like just falling all over. Like Elmer Fudd's constantly sweeping up. Yosemite Sam's red hair everywhere. Yeah. You know, because Sam's sloppy, Fudd's not. You know, and all of a sudden here comes, you know, Bugs fucking up the place. You know, <laughs> he's he's like the upstairs neighbor or the downstairs, or no, he'll be the downstairs neighbor. And the two of them are having an argument. So Bugs tries to come up to stop the fight, and they turn on him, and that's in wackiness ensues. Wackiness ensues. Yes. <laughs> that sounds <What> terrible. <laughs> I guarantee you some right now is going, I think we can make it work. <laughs> what have I done? I've evicted the webbit. Well, that's that's the thing. They're they're the they're the owners of the building and, and uh they you know they, they constantly fight and the subplot is, is uh uh, it interrupts their fights is the fact is that Bugs is like having a party or something like that. So every time they try to get into the party or, you know, try and stop it, he does something, you know, that explodes, you know, like they open the door and there's a bomb there. And, you know, they have the black face, you know, the, the, the not the black face, the, uh, you know, the shoot back of the black, you know, they, they used to, you know, hey, yeah. draw and all. <laughs> Here, ooh, and he dumps, does that like stomping of his feet in the circle. You see, me saying, and Elmer right. Fudd's like, calm down. 
<laughs> we'll get that wabbit. Yosemite. Oh, that wascally wabbit. <laughs> oh, that varmint. I'm gonna root tootin', shoot him up. Oh, watch it there, Yosemite. We don't have guns no more. <laughs> Use this knife. Let's shank him. <laughs> We're gonna stab a bitch. Uh, <laughs> uh, gonna be horrible. <laughs> I, 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 is there like a one week trial? So how do you see him? Watch, binge watch it. As, and I'm like, then now I'm like, I'm like curious. I'm like, hey, let's see this train wreck. And you know, and then I'll cancel it. And I'm like, yeah, it wasn't worth it. It'd be great. I mean, I could be like, you know what? And I watched it. I loved every minute of it. I didn't even notice there was no guns. <laughs> Yeah, you never know. I mean, you know, it, it could it could be it could be something funny. I, I mean, I, I'm I'm just seeing that sitcom all over again. That's the that's the thing. I'm like I'm like, I mean, it's it's over. Like I, I you know like use the reruns as as fond memories and and that's it. You know, just kind of move away and go. You know, they just can't you can't strike that lighting again. It's like it's in the bottle once and that was it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a time you never get back. Um, okay, so, Ed, yep. I think we've talked about this in the past, but every once in a while it comes back. It's a Star Trek uh, article. William Shatner on open to Kirk return with conditions. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Shatner was talking to Metro UK about the subject of Star Trek and openly stated that he would be open to the possibility of returning as Captain Kirk with the caveat that it, quote, it made reasonable sense and that it, quote, wasn't just a cameo. Um, that's a pretty development for Star Trek fans. That's a, that's a pretty development for Star Trek fans, as Shatner has previously been skeptical, if not adverse, to the return of the Star Trek franchise, even sitting earlier this year that Kirk's role is pretty well played out at this point. Like someone said, you know, Twitter, William Shatner, now that they have the series Picard, do you think they'll ever consider the series Kirk for you? That'd be pretty cool. And Shatner was like, no, I think Kirk's story is pretty played out at this point. But then he's like, I guess, you know, I guess Picard's doing really well. And he's like, shit. <laughs> I could use a series again. I could do this again. Spock, get my cane. <laughs> I need my own series. <laughs> it's It's me as Admiral teaching the younger cadets how to be a captain <laughs> Spock get my Geritol he, he did say his, the full statement was if they wrote it and made it, reason, it made it reasonable sense then I'd love to revive Captain Kirk I would do a series if the role was written properly and it wasn't a cameo or gratuitous being there just to show my face I wouldn't do that uh, <laughs> thankfully there are some wide open lanes for him to get just get the kind of return he's hoping for both Star Trek Picard and Star Trek Discovery have frameworks that offer multiple avenues for older Captain Kirk to make a reappearance it could be a time travel plot device like as far as Discovery or a revisit Picard and Kirk's connection to the Star Trek Generations movie where they later died helping Picard prevent where he later died helping Picard prevent a planetary calamity um oh wow Shit, I just saw a spoiler for... Fuck! 
just saw a spoiler for the Picard finale. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of, I'll be honest, I read it. I, like, I'm looking because it's right underneath there. Spoilers. Since Jean Picard, Luke Picard has, and and I, I'm not going to read the rest unless you really want to do it. I just don't. I, I oh, please. I please. Huh? Please do. I... I gotta be honest, I'm actually kind of mad that I read it, and I'm, like, really irritated by it, because I'm like, how the fuck did they pull that off? Because now I have to watch the show. All right. Oh, damn it, now you gotta tell me. You tell me after the show. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, look, I'll do it for the show. I, I don't... Okay, people who have not yet seen the Picard show, in about ten seconds, I'm gonna read a statement. It is legitimately uh, one... two sentences. So maybe count to 20, and then we'll just go from there, okay? okay? Cover your ears, or fast forward 15, 20 seconds in 3, 2, 1. Ed, since Jean-Luc Picard has just cheated death by becoming an android in a Picard finale, it would only be fair if Kirk got the chance. However, there's another possibility that fans may now love even more. <laughs> and well, I hope you guys are all back. Uh, <laughs> the, <laughs> that one sentence gets me so angry <laughs> and I'm like I'm so angry now I have to see how that happens <laughs> like God. I, I am Yosemite Sam angry at this moment I'm like those Wesley Webbins ooh that um, Wesley show <laughs> now, now I want to pay 10 bucks a month to see <laughs> Screw that! I'm sure you probably could find a bootleg somewhere at this point. I think it might actually. Well, it might not be on Blu-ray yet. No, it's not on Blu-ray. Yet. It's got to. It's got to end the. Uh... And apparently, you know, there's a, a new, another Star Trek spin-off show called Strange New Worlds, which was just announced following Kirk's predecessor, Captain Pike, along with the original crew of the USS Enterprise prior to Kirk taking command in the original series. Just so you know. Yeah, I did hear that one. That one I did hear. I was kind of, I was kind of curious to see, and I'm like, at this point, I'm like, I'm like, I mean, like, other than major original fans, you know, or or or, or you know, me, be huge Star Trek fans, I didn't say just the original series uh, fans. I mean, like, does anybody really care? You know, like, because I don't think the casual Star Trek fan would really care about, you know, Captain Pike. I mean, well, I mean, okay, I think. For me, personally, Star Trek cared an awful lot about their timelines and about where things fell into place in their universe. And I feel like since since Discovery, um, like even Picard takes place after, you know, his stint as, you know, in Next Generation, but Discovery kind of takes the Klingons even in that show look different mm-hmm. like they different even from how they looked in last generation next generation or Deep Space Nine that look that completely is out of the window they look more and I'm sure they probably explained it in the show too um, but I just feel like now they're going to have a show with Captain Pike and Spock because they have a new you know they introduced Spock into the show but Discovery introduced Spock's sister who I don't remember ever being mentioned in the 60, 65 years of Kirk, of Star Trek, ever once him saying, yeah, I got a sister. 
you know, who I think is uh, half full human, mm-hmm. I think. I, I'm, I'm like, okay, and then they bring Captain Pike in, and I'm like, I don't, like, a part of me is like, did they not care about their timeline anymore, or did JJ's timeline fuck things up so bad that other writers think they can go, like, what I thought the brilliance of J.J. Abrams started the reboot of Star Trek was is that he started a whole separate universe and still honored the original one without fucking it. He kind of said, said, you know what, I'm, this actually all happened, but this timeline is now different and new. And with these people and some of the things that happened in the other one didn't happen here. I completely get that. But it just, I, our, like, does that mean that this stuff happens in that timeline, or is it a completely different timeline now? Like, I'm now I'm confused, or does it matter at this point anymore? You got me on that one. I mean, I, I mean, other than seeing like the shows and what the ones that you could see, you know, as everybody else did, like through television and through the movies, you know, like I, I can't go beyond that. Like, I haven't seen the, you know, like the the discovery then that came out because I that that was on the CW, and then at the time I'm like ten dollars a month is is to me high. You know, you're you're paying one hundred and twenty dollars a year for a. Sh- for CBS for just for Star Trek really I mean there's not there's not much else than other than their old episodes of like the Big Bang Theory or uh, shows that you know on CBS and I'm like and there's not really too much on CBS that I watch you know that's like you know like ooh like I, you know I want to get it for this this and this so for me I'm out like like it's like especially now like you can buy them now on, on Blu-ray like eventually they're all like Picard will come out on Blu-ray and you can buy them because I know season one and two sure. of, of Discovery's out but I'm like, I, I just don't have the time to, to, to buy that because there's so much other stuff going on at this point that it's just like, I'm like, uh, you know, if it was something dramatically, like everybody's talking about it and it's something like, it's like, you know, you could kind of have to get on the bandwagon because, you know, like you hear so much about it. But like in this day and age, it's so hard because there's so many different, uh, um, you know, streaming services and and different ways of watching it like with the old day it was like you watch cable you watched antenna television and that was it that was the only options you had you know netflix at one point just showed it was rental movies you know like right. you know now you know it's like you know if you would be watching you know uh you know uh i can't think of series now that's on netflix but you know you're like did you watch tiger king and it's like you know or do you watch this or watch that you know and and you know now it's like there's so many different streaming services it, it, it makes it difficult so for me like for star trek i'm like i'm, I'm interested like I'm, I'm like i want to kind of see them but i'm like i'm like i don't want to spend that ten dollars a month and then i'm like then at the time like some of this some of the series were like 50 bucks like you know for for season one of of star trek discovery i was gonna buy it and i'm like I ain't paying fifty dollars for this, you know. Like, like especially now where you could buy the complete series of movies and shows for twenty to fifty dollars, you know, not just one season, like a whole like six seasons or five seasons or whatever it is. Like, I picked up Quantum Leap, you know, all five seasons for twenty dollars, you know. Uh, right. I think that 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 with the uh, uh, the um, uh, I forget what the what's what's the thing, but it was. Um, Something else, another one. I can't think of now off the top of my head. I was. Oh, was... Did we stop? No, no. This was uh, another series that I picked up cheap. It was uh, uh, Spartacus. See, I forget what I forget what uh, movie uh, uh, streaming service it was on at the time. I don't know, like uh, HBO or 
stars. Stars. You know, yeah. and I, I picked up the whole thing for like twenty dollars. You know, like I go to I go to Walmart and you could buy like you know Airwolf for forty bucks or, you know, uh, the complete series of Hogan's Heroes for fifty dollars. I know these are old shows, but you know they t- you know type of thing. But like right. even like the newer stuff, like eventually, like I could at least buy like season one and two for like twenty dollars or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, like now like things are getting cheaper and you're you know and Star Trek's still like. You know, like just like all the other, like I'm not just you know blaming Star Trek, but like all the other big big franchises that still they think they can milk money out of you, you know, because the fans want this. And it's like, oh, it's on Blu-ray, it's on DVD. I'll pick it up because it's part of my collection. You know, I'm collecting sci-fi. I'm a huge Star Trek fan, so I'm going to buy this. You know, but I'm not going to pay fifty bucks a pop for for a season. You know, like that's ridiculous. You know. You know, like, I think, I mean, the original series, you could buy all three now for, like, 50 bucks. You know, like, yeah, yeah, it's like I get three seasons out of it versus one, you know, like, you know, and then, you know, and then season two will be the same thing. And you're going, this is ridiculous. Like, like, I'm not going to spend that kind of money. So, but I mean, going back to. I forget what we were talking about. (laughs) We were talking about Kirk. Coming back. Oh, Kirk coming. Timeline. And, you know. I mean, if 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 Kirk came back and they gave him a show, you know, I actually would. I'd actually consider the the series like buying CBS, you know, all access just to see it. Because I'm I'm right. uh, you know I mean especially with him like he's one of those characters that you go, yeah you know I've seen pretty much everything he's been in so I'm kind of like going you know I'm interested like like what are they what are they going to do because I can always watch an original series show or a movie, a Star Trek movie with him in it and be entertained and enjoy it to the, the fullest and, and go, you know what, well, if you, you come up with something new, I'll, I'll probably watch it. Uh, you know, I, I want to be a part of that because, you know, he's a proven character, Picard. Yeah. You know what? I, I'm interested. I like, I like the next generation. I did watch every episode, you know, I'd watch every episode again. I mean, it was on, it was on British, uh, BBC America, for a while and I used to watch those in the middle of the night, you know, and enjoy those over and over again. Um, but like, like, you know, like I was like, I'm like, I'm like, I guess, I guess cause they can't do the X-Men movies anymore or, or uh, other things that he was doing. I, I guess that's why he went back to Picard. Like, that's literally what I think I could think of. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, everything was done to death. I think, you know, with those six seasons. Well, I think I saw in an interview or read that the reason why he wanted to come back was actually the story itself, the what the actual you know plot of the story of the, of the that season pulled him in. He's like, that's the reason why he wanted to go back. I think it was, you know, I, I don't know. Like I said, reading that ending, I'm like, I'm like, oh, I, I kind of want to watch it anyway because I like him so much, and to see him be Picard again is a thrill for me because I was a fan of Next Generation. Um, so I'm gonna watch it regardless. I'm now I'm kind of curious how they're gonna pull off season two, but I just I'm like, <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll. You got my attention. Like, yeah, like okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit down and I'm gonna watch now. Like you got me. I'll probably maybe I'll start that tonight. Maybe you know just well tune in next week, folks, to see if Sean watch Picard. <laughs> <laughs> you won't. I don't know. I might. I might. Maybe. Um, but that is all I have this weekend. All right. Oop. <laughs>
That's what I was afraid there of. There anything anything else you'd like to add? Um, no, no. I'm, I'm my computer's acting weird now, so I can't really do anything. Oh, there we go. Huh. So. Oh boy. I I'm hearing ding 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 ding. Yeah, I'm ding. trying to I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to get this to work so that way like I can do the ending at least for it and it's. The screen keeps going black, and I can't run over and get my monitor because it's not like the old days where I could go, all right, we're going to pause real quick so I can run and fix right. this, you know, because you're, you're somewhere else, and I don't know what's going to happen if I do. <laughs> right. <laughs> I haven't worked out all the kinks yet on this thing yet, so I know next, now what I'm going to do next for next week's show, so I'll be prepared for this. So okay. on that note, well. All right, well, thanks for listening, everybody. If you haven't already done it, Go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. <laughs> Don't forget, if you can, follow Ed at... Uh, if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard on the show, contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or if you want to contact Sean and say hello, you can contact them at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S-H-A-W-N. Excelsior. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad.